second to make sure that nothing screws up. It actually seems fine for up. the first time ever. Well, yeah, <laughs> same here, that's weird. Um, okay, yep, so... Uh, <laughs> the, one, the one time we account for it fucking up, it actually works. I might leave that in just so people can be impressed <laughs> that our technology works for once. <laughs> Not that they get to I mean, that is the perfect intro. Nothing we've ever said is is funnier than what just happened. So, (laughs) Um, But, okay, so the planned intro bit is uh, that I'm going to spoil the end of Season 2 of Justice League Unlimited by saying that um, Brainiac shoots his dirty nanomachine load into Lex Luthor and gives him a tummy face. (laughs) By seeding him. Dirty, dirty nano machines. Son. <laughs> yep. No, th- Brainiac there's is more nano machine, machine nonsense son. with Brainiac than Metal Gear Rising. Like he can just straight up Which mutate really people with nano machines. Yeah. Like he can make a regular like, human like man like explode into a Borg. How heavy was Lex? Bits. That whole time, like, I, I mean, he must have weighed like eight hundred pounds. I mean, I guess it's like organic metal or something, because like, he never set off a metal detector by walking through it, and he can just grow indefinitely huge robo tentacles to like hentai people with. Yeah, I mean, he was like in in government facilities and stuff like that, and apparently he never set anything off, so. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. an organic metal, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah it was, that I was know. bonkers. But I mean, I will I will say also <laughs> general impressions. I think season two of Justice League Unlimited is definitely the best season of Unlimited. Possibly the best season of Justice League. I'm not sure. I don't really have to think about it. But I mean, at least it's the most cohesive. Like you know, the Cadmus but- plot is like integral to like the whole um yeah and the the cadmus arc is is definitely what like the whole of unlimited should have been and season three felt like a season they weren't expecting to have and it had some stinkers just a lot of self-indulgent crap yeah the season it was kind of tacked on yeah um yeah, I have things to say <laughs> about about mm. the way so, season yeah, three where, ended where compared to season two. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, let's just go yeah. through the episodes. I mean, yeah, season like three, we like they were before. trying to I mean, do something, but yeah, like I, I get they wanted, yeah, they wanted to do the whole Legion of Doom thing um, without ever calling it Legion of Doom for some reason. Um, yeah, and then they did like the super dark side, and I, like, I guess I can see now that Lego DC Supervillains stole its ending from season three of Justice League Unlimited because they do the whole thing of the heroes and the villains have to team up begrudgingly to fight off a dark side threat, and then at the end of it, they give them a five minute head start to run away before they go and catch them. Oh, that's cool! Like they they copy that beat for beat into <clears throat> Lego DC Supervillains. That that's actually pretty cool. Um, hmm. If if you look at it as uh, less of a ripoff and more than an and more of an homage, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, like, even, like, Lego Batman 2 is pretty much just the Batman Superman movie. You know, Lex and Joker team up and build a big robot and, you know, like, threatening the city or whatever, and Superman and Batman have to work together and they have to travel to Gotham and Metropolis. And, like, it, it, it's pretty much, you know, they, they just, for the game's storylines, they just took it from the shows. I'm not sure what Lego Batman 3 would have been, though. Because that one involved... Like, it was a lot of Green Lantern stuff. And I don't think any of the shows... Well, it was Doc Dodgers, really obviously. combined, like, Justice League with the... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but, I mean, Doc Dodgers didn't include the other Lantern course. And yeah. Lego Batman 3 had, like, the whole rainbow spectrum of lanterns. Yeah. Although I the... feel like Doctor's Green Lantern was playable in that game. He, I think he was playable in one of them. I can't remember hmm. which one. Honestly, that's one thing that's kind of weird that they didn't get into in Justice League was uh, other Lantern cores because, I mean, mm. like they have Sinestro and Star Sapphire, but they never really get into the larger. Um, yeah, spectrum. and like Sinestro shows up in his like classic blue outfit, so they don't really yeah. do the whole like he was once a Green Lantern and now he's a Yellow Lantern thing. Yeah, I, um. There is an episode of I, I think Superman with Kyle Rayner mm. um, that might have Sin- Sinestro as a villain. I don't remember. It probably okay. didn't, but it it might have. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I haven't seen that in well, damn near twenty years, I guess. Yeah, uh, but next week we're moving on to X Men because the cat has requested it, and we have his wishes. <laughs> Hi, Eugene. Hi, Eugene. Yep, I've already watched and... X-Men 1, so I've got a jump start on it. I figure the way we'll have to break yeah. it up is probably, like, the original trilogy, um, the prequel quadrilogy, and the Wolverine trilogy, and then maybe we could throw the Deadpool movies in there somewhere. The Wolverine trilogy is gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Wolverine trilogy doesn't have a through line to it. and um, <laughs> It's just, it's just like, terrible movie, okay movie, awesome movie. Yeah, really good, but also, like, long and sad movie. Yeah. X-Men is such a weird movie franchise. Oh, God. Hmm. Um, and and I have not seen New Mutants. I'm waiting for them not to charge full price for it because I don't want to pay full price for from what I've heard is a piece of shit. Which I, reminds I me, I did pay we... full price for Wonder Woman 1984, <laughs> and it is a piece of shit. The reviews were right. It it just sucks. I was hoping it's we could ignore bad. that New Mutants exists. Yeah, no, because we'll we that... will ignore. The, I, I I will have a review of that one when I find it in a five dollar bin. So whenever that happens, you know, months from now, I'll review New Mutants. But either that, or if it ends up on Disney Plus for free, I'll watch it then. But yeah, I don't want to pay like fifteen twenty dollars for it. Oh, the Black Widow trailer dropped. So there's that. Hmm. Yeah, I I saw it linked. I didn't watch it. I did watch the um, 
Space Jam trailer, and it <laughs> looks dragon from uh, like they show like LeBron James as he's traveling through the Warner Brothers server verse, goes past a planet that's like all Game of Thrones, and like the dragon from Game of Thrones shows up in one of the scenes later. So I'm taking that as confirmation that nudity and uh, beheadings will be in Space Jam because it's contiguous with uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Lola Bunny nudity. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All those fans who were complaining about the lack of titties, <laughs> they just get full titties. Lola gets shamed and has to walk through the streets naked. <laughs> yeah. Dribbling a basketball. <laughs> the Instead of, uh, instead of the crowd shouting shame, um, they just shout doll. Yeah, <laughs> and then she dunks on all of them. Yeah, at the end, it's just a giant. She dunks so hard that the whole city collapses on all of them. <laughs> That's why her boobs aren't as big. She needs less weight to dunk on everybody. Hmm. Um. But does that mean she'd also be shaved for that scene? Um. She's a naked furless rabbit. I don't know. Well, she does wear, like, full clothes on, like, most of the other uh, Looney Tunes animals. So. Mm. So. I don't know. She. Yeah. She, she's not, like, an animal like the rest of them. She's just a furry. So she has to wear yeah. clothes. Also, Bugs Bunny is the one to get beheaded because you don't see it coming. <laughs> you know, like they, they CGI'd him into all those trailers, so you think he lives to the the big action at the end of the movie, but really he dies in like the first act. You think it's going to be Daffy because he he deserves his comeuppance, but no, <laughs> it was Bugs. No, it's got to be like the shock, the cho- the person who you thought would be the one who would stick around because they're the main character, and yeah. oh, no, they 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 die first. <laughs> Tweety's the executioner. <laughs> yeah, and then Parky's like, did it, did it, did it. That's all, folks. Oh god. <laughs> uh. Oh no, he does that, and then the uh, the like red circle Looney Tunes logo closes in and cuts Bugs's head off. <laughs> That's the guillotine. Is is that the Looney Tunes loop? <laughs> Daffy would make a good Joffrey. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, he's selfish enough to be John. He basically is like just an entitled brat with no redeeming qualities. So, yeah. Um, I guess we have to talk about Justice League now. <laughs> yeah, unless uh, you have anything to say about the Black Widow trailer. I mean, now that no. Black Widow's coming to Disney Plus, I know I'll definitely see it. But it, I don't know. Like all they showed in the trailer was um, drama. I don't really care about in like big CG action scenes that are tired <laughs> at this point. So it's like every other trailer for the movie. Yeah, it's just there's something with her and this 
I guess, sister or blah, something. Blah, 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 my and past. family and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Taskmaster doing some Taskmastery stuff, and then something yeah. about jumping out of a helicopter and falling through some debris and shit. And they, they, do, uh, they do imply that Hawkeye is hunting her at this point, so there's that. Hmm. Well, like he, that's he, weird, because this is su- supposed to be before Infinity War. Oh, yeah, I guess it's before Infinity War, so he wasn't doing the whole Ronin thing yet. He would... Oh, yeah. Th- this Although, is... I thought at that point he was under house arrest. Because it was after Civil War, I, and then by the time Infinity War rolled around, he was stuck at home. I don't know. I, I have no idea how the timeline's supposed to work. I kind of... Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's between Civil War and Infinity War, and from what I'd heard from spoilers that leaked out last year, it's it pretty much exists to set up this other person to be the new Black Widow. Oh, uh, so you know because you know, obviously Scarlett Johansson Black Widow dies. Yeah, in Endgame. <gasps> spoilers. So, yeah, but there's. They're setting up they spoil this that other person to take her place and be like the Thunderbolts version of Black Widow or something. They they actually um, reference her death in the trailer where they have uh, okay. they have Hawkeye like dangling her over the the edge of the Soulstone Canyon. Mm. Okay, I, yeah. So it's not him dangling her over another edge in this prequel. No, to the, just make it extra ironic yeah, when he. It, had to do that again later. It might not be Hawk. Like, they, they probably want you to think it's Hawkeye, but he's wearing, like, a, a full head but mask. But really Taskmaster. Probably. probably. Yeah. Like, he, he's got the, the bow yeah. with the, um, like, magic technology arrows. Um, but he's got a full head mask, so you never know who it is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like Taskmaster from the description. Yeah, it very much could he's be. he's just like a biker in this version. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's just a buff bearded dude, so yeah. Mm. Mm. There. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> the, the, the MCU okay, is... Okay, Justice League time? Yeah. Yeah, because... Unless, uh, also, the Falcon and the Winter Soldiers had a third episode. It's improved since episode one. I'm still not as invested as I was in WandaVision, but, I mean, it's 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 more of an action series. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens, I guess. Yeah, it... I, I don't... I honestly don't think, like, a straight action series is a good idea for a Disney Plus show. Because like yeah, it, it's like a uh, a movie getting split up into six parts. Yeah, because like that that's just what the movies are, except probably with less of a budget. Yeah, and less. I, I mean, I don't want to put it this this way, but like less talent behind it, probably. Mm. <laughs> you know, which yeah, it's. It's a mini movie stretched out to be a maxi movie. Yeah. Or a mini series as they called it. Um 
Yeah, like yeah. Zack Snyder's and uh, four-hour Justice League that was going <laughs> to be split into four parts. It's the com- the competition for that. Yeah, I'm I'm tired of all discourse of Zack Snyder. Like I'm over it. Like mm. he makes movies I don't like. I don't I don't care anymore. <laughs> like I. Yeah, I mean, what I've heard about the movie is interesting enough that I will watch it when it hits disc. But I'm still not signing up for HBO Max. I yeah. just don't care. Yeah, I even I'm like not... Godzilla vs Kong. It sounds fun. I don't care enough to sign up for the subscription service, and I don't care enough to see if my local theater is still open. I'd like to watch Godzilla vs Kong if I could. If I could go to a theater, um, and full safety, I would. I'd go see it because I, I like. I haven't even seen the second Godzilla movie, um, but like I like. Yeah, I mean the second one was fine. Like the monsters were fun, the human parts were dumb. Yeah, like I I like the the what was that twenty fourteen Godzilla? I liked it yeah. enough. Like it, it was. Yeah. It was. It had its good and bad parts, but I, I liked it well enough. And I, re- I actually really like um, Kong Skull Island. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Kong Skull Island, uh, from what I understand, is the the one that people generally like the best of the four. I think Godzilla yeah. vs. Kong might be, like, second in people's estimation, and, like, Kong Skull Island is first, because that one knew how to be just, like, a fun, cheesy, like, giant monster movie. Yeah, <clears throat> like they 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 Without, just like, went worrying too much about like human drama or whatever bullshit the humans are going through. Yeah, I mean they they kind of just took the the idea of like oh let's let's just make it in like early nineteen hundreds adventure movie, just in the style of you know the twenty tens filmmaking, and that's what they did, and it was pretty fun. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay to see it. <laughs> mm. um, like, I'm not gonna pay to see it with baggage. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have no other movie things to talk about, so I, I haven't well, watched a movie. My only in years. other random bit to say is two weeks ago when we recorded the pokemon card set had just come out and then um some i mean it just arrived today i don't remember when i ordered it uh the uncommon phoebe card you know the the non shiny rare one um was going for like 10 cents a piece so i bought 50 of them so (laughs) i i got 50 extra cop for five bucks i got 50 extra copies of that one phoebe card so <laughs> just because i could <laughs> you can, also you can uh, I've, i remembered this year to go on right stuff anime and buy some joke dvds so i'll have that tradition you know it seems like i've remembered it every two years it's like i'll remember a year and then forget a year and then remember a year so yeah I've got I remember I made that way. up, we'll and then I had a lot of bad shit happen, and then I I didn't want to mm. do it. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, you started it back on River the when the forms were a thing. <laughs> yep. Okay, so Justice League? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> We've, uh... I, I'm sure we'll have time after the bullshit again. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, okay. uh, how did season so, two start you again? Season two. Um, first episode. That's with the um, the Green Arrow Black Canary episode, where they uh, they try to break Wildcat out of the uh, superpower arena of fighting. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Stadium, I guess. Mm. Which is fun. Mm. Yeah. I didn't have enough thoughts about I, it to I write it know. down. <laughs> it, it, I, I like I like the, the Black Canary Green Arrow dynamic, but also like th- there's a lot of other characters <laughs> that mm. have been built up to this point that I don't know. Like it, it's it's good. Yeah, it's, it's just it's not a groundbreaking not episode. It's super just interesting. An yeah, it, it's kind of like I said about the 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 first season of Justice League. Um, it's just like a fun superhero mm. story, and that's about it. Yeah. No, my first notes and... deal with whichever episode introduced the new gods. Or I guess reintroduce like they they do a thing with the new gods, and I was just wondering why the fuck one of them is a World War One German colonel. <laughs> Vermin Wunderbar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, the new gods are a thing that Jack Kirby created to be like you know this is like you know Greek or Roman or whatever <laughs> gods, but for the new comic book age. But he includes ones named Granny Goodness and. Baron Wunderbar? <laughs> like, what are these doing? What are these characters doing here, and why are they so important? Like, how did how did we get to the point where Wunderbar is like the the like, cosmic threat character? All right. Okay. So, for people who don't know, the 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 character the main characters in this episode are Flash, um, Granny Goodness, who is. Um, like, like there's, the, you know, I guess the plot is the civil war is broken out on Apocalypse because yeah, Superman killed Darkseid Dark back in Justice League season two, I think. Yeah. yeah, like, well, technically, he didn't kill him. He just he left him to die. Him yeah. To, yeah, well, because Batman, Batman forced him to leave him and not you know stay there and watch him die. Yeah, Superman was totally gonna kill him, but Batman was like, no, just let him blow up. Yeah. But he did die because, I mean, as we already spoiled at the end of season three, they have to bring him back from the dead as super dark side. But yeah, no, dark side is dead. Apocalypse is having a civil war and the factions are granny goodness. This is Wunderbar, who's a guy who's dressed in like a fancy red, <laughs> like uh, German. I mean, you know, the name is already, you know wonderful his name is wonderful in german and he's wearing like a monocle in this fancy red like military coat jade um who, who's that disney duck character that that's like a a scientist with like a german accent because that is the exact oh, voice yeah that is the exact voice <laughs> that this guy is doing 
uh, for Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I remember the character. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I, I. That's one character who I just never remember, even though he came up a lot in like early two thousands. Like Ludwig Disney. von Quack, maybe. Pro- probably. It sounds right. I mean, you could be you could be spot on or a million miles away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's I, it's the stereotype silly German character. Yeah. I Except wonder. He's dressed like a military guy with a monocle, and yeah. but he's he's a cosmic. I don't know. It's weird. He like a apocalypse. Apocalypse is weird. Like in general, yeah. like it, it's so many. It's like conflicting designs. Um, I mean, yeah, like the new Genesis characters generally fit the idea of like a new pantheon of gods. Yeah, you know, they've got some weird tech shit going on, but otherwise, you know, there's all-knowing guy in a chair, uh, wise old man, uh, guy in a helmet who's angry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, while we're on this subject, I like the fact that the only episode that Orion is in is not one of the ones to do with Apocalypse or Dark Side. It's to do with Flash Appreciation Day. Yeah, yeah, he's just a member of the Justice League now. <laughs> yeah, like fuck New Genesis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just save Earth from all the, all these threats that mean nothing to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he was just, like, standing in the room when Batman invited... Or, no, when, when Flash <laughs> invited Batman, and Batman's like, we're going. And he's like, oh, fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Orion's like, you'd never see me at one of those events. And then Batman just stares at him, and he's like, oh, fuck, I guess I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, but... Uh, okay, this, but, yeah... Cold War, yeah. or not Cold, uh, Civil War on Apocalypse. Yeah, um, so, yeah, the, the main characters are Flash, Granny Goodness, who is just an evil granny voiced by Ed Asner. Yeah. Um, uh, Wunderbar, who we already talked about. Um, Magic, or, like, super-powered, um, Harry Houdini, um, mm. And a big woman who hits things with a stick. Uh, was that Big Bertha? Or what, what? Uh, Barda. 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 Yeah. yeah. She's just like a seven foot tall woman who is in a bikini that turns into like a full suit of armor. Yeah, there, there are a lot of bikini women in both these seasons. Especially season three. Oh, but yeah. Still also season two. <laughs> the, the, the I mean, season, season three two. has a naked woman like, who's got like flame covering like her, her naughty bits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she has a fire keeny. Yeah. Uh, and she's no, into I mean, Flash it, for it's, some it's reason. It's Bruce, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim is a very horny man. Um, and <laughs> as he's gotten more and more creative freedom, he's been allowed to be hornier on display. I with, I am so glad that Batgirl was not in Justice League <laughs> because mm. he has weird thoughts about Batgirl. Yeah, I 
I don't remember if he had anything to do with the Killing Jug movie where Batman and then Batgirl fuck. I'm almost positive that he he was. I mean, he probably did. Like, he definitely, you know, Batman and Harley Quinn is like the horniest thing in the DCAU, and he insisted it's part of the DCAU. Oh no! <laughs> it's the one where Harley Quinn is the double butt. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, because after watching this show, I looked up, you know, what happened with the DCAU after this, and the only entries it's had, you know, after Justice League Unlimited are that Batman and Harley Quinn movie and uh, this one. It's like Justice League versus Fatal Five. I've seen it. It wasn't that great, but um, it it is kind of a continuation of Justice League, I guess. Is is that another like alternate universe movie? I I don't think it was. Um, I I don't remember much about. I think it was like you know the uh, whatever the name of the the super team from like the twenty fourth century. They travel back in time and team up with the Justice League to fight the Fatal Five, who are the bad guys from the 24th century. But mostly okay. the movie is about, I, I think that's like a female Green Lantern or something, and she's like the main character of it. I probably still have the disc around here somewhere. I don't remember much about what actually happened in the movie. Okay, I don't think I've, I don't think I've it seen It came this out a couple years ago, and it was case. straight to DVD. Yeah. I haven't seen any um, in a while. I, I used to watch them because they would drop almost all of them on Netflix. But mm. now they don't drop anything on Netflix because everybody has their own streaming service. Yeah, it's probably HBO Max now. And yeah. like I, you know, I used, like sometimes I will just buy them if they come out and I think I like it. But most of the time I do that and then I watch it and I don't like it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to snap myself out of the habit like... The latest one to come out is a Batman movie in the style of like a 1970s martial arts film, which sounds great, but knowing what I know about these movies, the like, the budget just isn't there to realize any of the stuff they're trying to do, so it would yeah. probably still be crap. Yeah, but they could give Zack Snyder $100 million to... Yeah, I guess that, that's where all the budget League. went, was to shoot new scenes for Justice League. Yeah. Um, Where Batman can say fuck while talking to the Joker <laughs> in the future in like a post-apocalyptic wasteland dream scene. And Joker can say we live in a society in the deleted cut of the version of the scene because he doesn't actually say we live in a society in the movie final version of the scene. Well, Jade, it's not post-apocalyptic. It is apocalyptic because they turned it into apocalypse because it's dark side. Yeah, I guess technically. And I guess technically they don't live in a society anymore because there is no society. <laughs> That's right. The society got blowed up. <laughs> um... Yeah, and we don't live in a society as an early contender for title this episode. That that would be great. I don't know what I would use for a picture though. 
Um, but also, I guess like Harley Harley Quinn with a double butt. But also, there's Lex Luthor's tummy face, and and that yeah. has a picture to go with it, so everyone can appreciate the the face that he grows. Yeah, the the face of our society. Mm. Um. Okay, so where were we? Justice League. <laughs> something we were, something happened. Yeah, we. We were introducing the the characters of this episode and how ridiculous they are. Yeah, I don't um, remember like the plot of the episode. I watched this like two weeks ago. Uh, Granny Goodness kidnaps. Um, what was the guy's name Mister Miracle? Yeah, okay. that's it. Yeah. Um, kidnaps his like his like old man friend mm. uh, slash dad kind of. Um, and it's like, I want you to break Michael Dorn out of Vunderbar's prison. Mm. Oh, yep. Yeah, he was playing Callus something. Yeah, Calabac. That guy. Who is just a giant hairy yep. man with super strength who thinks he can take on the Justice League for whatever But at reason. least he does seem more Even like a new god than, sucks. Uh, you know, the silly German man. Yeah, yeah. He he seems like an alien warlord. Yeah. So yeah, like, like the like wild um, man sort of trope of a character. Yeah, he he looks like a, a hyena man with except wide. Yeah, he's very wide. It's like if a lion stood like, up and wore clothes. You, you know that meme? <laughs> yeah, actually, like you. You know that meme of, like, where where people, like, squish um, the mm. an image of somebody walking uh, vertically? <laughs> so, yeah. They're, they're just very short and very wide. Yeah. It's like that. That's Calabac. <laughs> Who I will exclusively call Michael yep, Dorn. No, he, he won't be remembered for any of his other famous roles. Um, it's just Calabac. <laughs> Um, what's that one thing he I played? loved when he played Calabac on Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> <laughs> he has so many voices, but I can't, I can't, like, he he just does so many voices, but they're all the same voice, and I can hmm. never remember any of them aside from, um, Worf and Calabac. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's like... Oh man, I'm spacing out on the guy's name. The the one but who played Hellboy. All I know is that he is not a married man. Uh, yeah, who's done like a lot of voice acting, and it all sounds the same, but it works. Yeah, he's got such a unique voice that it does it doesn't really matter. It's kind of like yeah. Keith David, where like who cares that his voice is the same all the time? It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's still like you know the whatever characters it's animated into, it has the same presence to it yeah um okay but rescue him and it, some shit happens yeah. granny goodness was manipulating everyone because that's what she does yeah um oh th- this is this is the first part of the um martian manhunter is an asshole um character arc mm. that that they started it wasn't this um, season that he left, was it? It was season three, I think. Yeah, season three. Yeah. I mean, that was weird. 
it. I mean, we'll, we'll get to what's it. What's weird is what's weird is that it took so long. Not not that it happened. Oh well, yeah, I mean it, it was um, weird in the presentation with like Wonder Woman reciting a poem as he's leaving. Yeah, <laughs> just he, he's he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just doing we'll, this. We'll like get, we'll get to we'll it. get to it. Yeah, um, season three had a lot of stinkers. Um. This episode is about uh, a super-powered Harry Houdini, like, um, mm. and how he was traumatized as a child by granny goodness, and now... Yeah, she tortured him by running him through obstacle courses and stuff. Yeah. But he never gave up, so he's fine. Perfectly fine. It's No problem. It's mostly just about how, how shitty Apocalypse is in general. Yeah. Um, so there you go. And at the end... Barda punches Granny Goodness in the face. Yep. So, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's that's the I mean, episode. We spent way more time on this episode than it has any right to. Yeah. To well, yeah. I mean, we had to get that. all the uh, asides in there. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> any any one of these episodes can take twenty minutes if we just let it go. Yeah, I mean, the the next notes I have, I don't know how many episodes from, how many more episodes it was before any of this happened. My note was confusion on when Hawkgirl rejoined the Justice League, because I just happened to notice her there in, like, the the group meeting, and I don't remember when that happened. Like, if there was any <clears throat> announcement that she had been, like, because she was, you know, there in season one, but she was still... Like hanging out with Doctor Fate because yeah. they weren't ready to do a step back yet. I, I, I think it's implied to have happened after she put down Grundy. Um, okay. So it and, did actually like happen off screen. Wasn't you know a thing that they had a scene for? Yeah, like they didn't. What What's weird to me isn't that like she's there. It's that she's at the head table with the rest of the um, original Justice Leaguers because yeah. that that's a weird. Yeah, yeah, because they're just, like, sitting in the council group, and they're talking about, like, what to do about Cadmus. And also, they reveal that Cadmus made Doomsday, but they, that Cadmus didn't start until after the Justice Lord incident, which is where Doomsday first showed up. So I was confused about the timeline on that. It's like, were they making Doomsday in prep, or, like, did they actually exist before the Justice Lords so they could make Doomsday, or, what, what, what? I, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> the specifics. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I mean, Ca- I guess Cadmus... they must have existed to some extent in order to genetically engineer Doomsday to stop the Justice League before the Justice Lords happened, which was the impetus for Cadmus to really knuckle down on stopping the Justice League because they I, saw what I, they could become. I think the thing is, Cadmus has been around for a long time. And like mm. they're like secretly the the source of like half the super powered villains um, in the in the DC animated universe. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess like they must have existed before the Justice Lords, and that was just the thing that yeah. you know told them like we were right to be afraid of. Yeah, this guy. that it, I I I think it's like um, oh, Cad Cadmus has 
been around for a long time to to like research superpowers mm. but now that there's like a huge superpowered group that is the most powerful thing on the earth um yeah now it's more important uh because um like the royal flesh uh gang uh from the joker episode was cadmus mm. oh yeah. yeah they don't say it in that episode because that wasn't a plot point yet but it's later um confirmed that it was cadmus so they've been around for a long mm. time yeah and also they engineered the original doomsday and then fixed him after his lobotomy so we can get a proper doomsday because they just kind of killed him off yeah. easily the first time yeah but they they actually did use the thing where like oh you can't beat me the same way twice which is mm. interesting because it seems like that that's supposed to be doomsday's like whole thing yeah, yeah. um but it seems like most of the like not comics things he's in it's like oh he's just a strong guy yeah they just he's just a guy strong enough to kill superman by beating him to death yeah um so what happens in the episode uh doomsday gets free superman fights him in a volcano um j jonah jameson fires a nuke at the island with the volcano Mm. um to try to kill superman and doomsday and batman stops the nuke like Ten years before the Dark Knight Rises comes out, <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's basically the same scene, which itself was a copy of that one scene from Batman sixty six movie where he's running around with bombs and nowhere to drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Except a lot more dramatic. I mean, I guess it is true that some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah. You gotta fly it out over the ocean. Hope the radiation doesn't uh, hit the city. <laughs> Adam West is just—he—he's a prophet. Mm. Um, but yeah, then no, I mean that that Batman series really was ahead of its time in like making a jokey, campy version of a thing that would become very serious. And I guess was sort of serious in like the 30s, and I mean, it, like the comics had gotten silly by the 50s. But from everything they've said behind the scenes of like the 60s show, is that like they knew it was a thing people took seriously, but also that it was like that Batman is just a very silly idea when you look at it. <laughs> so, so they made it like a mix of serious and silly in that show. Well, that that's the thing that I, I think a lot of people don't really get about like golden age comics is that the the stories were relatively simple but like they they did contain like drama and death and things like that like it, it's not yeah like it's the silver age where shit got silly yeah um yeah i mean like gold superman where, was him like beating up uh like rich people who were exploiting workers yeah yeah, like it, golden golden age comics were primitive, but 
Yeah, like they they had ideas and themes and shit. Yeah. Even though like half of it was punching Hitler. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. When it got to the forties, it all became about punching Hitler and uh, buck-toothed Japanese yeah. people. And then I I, th- I guess it would have been the the mid fifties to sixties that shit got silly. Yeah. Whenever it was that they had the whole crackdown and like comics are making our kids violent so we need to make our comics all silly nonsense so that it can't possibly yeah. influence children yeah the 1950s when the world was perfect um according to a, yeah, a certain well, because video of games people. yeah because video games hadn't been invented yet they needed comic books to be the scapegoat for uh violence and media. you know it's almost like any popular medium with young people is a target um of yeah. outrage people who sell outrage <laughs> yeah um, anyway <laughs> um they send doomsday to the phantom zone that's fun mm. um yep i don't remember anything else that happened my next note is about how surprising it was to see martian manhunter get ripped in half oh yeah by someone I don't remember who. Someone just, like, picked him up and, like, down the torso. Oh, yeah. Him right That's in the, in the next episode, which um, we'll get to in a second. I need to blow my nose, so we're going we're gonna to mm. cut away. Um, quick, Jade, play the elevator music. Oh, <laughs> of course. Okay, I am back. Okay. Okay. So, this next episode is the one you were just talking about, where... Um, yeah, my only note Martian on Manhunter it was about being surprised half. when Martian Manhunter gets torn down the middle, but it's okay because he lives. Because Martians can be ripped okay. in half like that. Okay, Jade, I'll give you some hints about what episode this is, and let's see if you could get it. Mm. Um, it's the episode where there's a team of supervillains who break into a place um, because the government asked them to. Oh, and they like some put kind of bombs in their squad? heads. <laughs> no, Jade, like some kind of Task Force X. Oh, I thought that was an X movie. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you should have had Wolverine on Task Force. Yeah, it. I I guess they couldn't say Suicide Squad. Um, oh yeah, TV you're not allowed to say the word in the early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like. There's people in Justice League who commit suicide. <laughs> but, yeah, no, um, they're not allowed to say suicide, but the trailer for James Gunn's Suicide Squad is allowed to have uh, John Cena talking about how he would eat a beach full of dicks. <laughs> I don't remember. That might have been a Red Band trailer, but still. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was. Yeah. The movie's going to have Starro, um, so I'm excited now. Like, Starro <laughs> in full giant... <laughs> space starfish nice is it gonna try to take over the world or whatever it was at least rampaging through a city in the clip that they showed yeah um okay so who who was in task force x um deadshot captain boomerang captain boomerang um the girl with the bombs whose name i forget um Yep, they they didn't have Katana talking to her no. dead husband sword. It was the the Clock King was like the 
the guy over the radio and mm. there was um like the the soldier whose name i rick flag uh, rick flag yeah <laughs> yeah um and they they break into the watchtower the justice league watchtower which is new and improved now with um mm. like hundreds of staff members and superheroes yeah, yeah, they got a bunch of like Star Trek people running around in onesie jumpsuits. Yeah, which how how do they how do they tell a, apart the staff and elongated man because they wear the same outfit basically? Mm. Um, I mean, how do they tell apart the staff in general? Became a plot point. Yeah, because like there's there's so many staff members that um, the superheroes apparently don't pay attention to. Yeah, the people can just um, go undercover the, dressed as one and Yeah. So what what the, what they they they're there to steal the annihilator armor, which is not the destroyer armor um from Thor. It's completely different. Yeah, it's the, the annihilator armor from Yeah, it's made the by Greek a different Pantheon. <laughs> Yeah. And it, it does the exact same thing, which I, I'm pretty sure we talked about already. But yeah, because it well, it was from a past episode, and they've had it under lockdown in the tower. Yeah, because it, it it's the same exact deal. We're like, oh, if you fight, if you fight it, it'll fight back. But if you don't fight it, it won't fight you. But also, it can be taken control of by magic, and will fight anyway. Mm. Um. This episode was kind of like wacky. Mm. Like they they have the characters like um, shooting out James Bond lines the whole time. Yeah, uh, like Deadshot especially um, is like flirting with the the, the bomb lady mm. the whole time, and then and then he fucking kills her to escape, which was funny. Yeah. Yep, and Annihilator rips um, Martian Manhunter in half. Yep. Yeah, they they're trying to get to the teleporter, and um, Martian Manhunter is the the last one in the way. And he's like taking taking them out left and right, and then the Annihilator just straight up rips him in half and throws his torso <laughs> like at the glass yeah. in space. But he's made of some kind of goop, um, and he can just fuse himself back together with effort. How how did the Martians ever fucking lose that war against the parasites? I mean, I think the parasites if, could also be ripped in half and put themselves back together. Well, like I, but they couldn't like phase through things and like stick their hand in someone's heart like Martian Manhunter can. Yeah, I I did. Because, I mean, it's not like a Superman thing where, like, oh, the sun, it's a weird sun that gives me superpowers because they're, they're from Mars. It, it's just... Yeah. Apparently every Martian could do this, but they just didn't. Yeah. No, they're all, like, phasing and shape-shifting and flying. They have, like, I, yeah. I guess, like, complete control over the molecules of their body is what it seems like. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does become Clayface at some point, so that's... Mm. 
He is basically Clayface, except with psychic powers. Yeah, like, Clayface who can, you know, yeah, adjust, like, the molecules of his body to the point that he can fly, and also has telepathy. Martian Manhunter is really overpowered, like, even probably more than Superman, but they just don't let him use his powers yeah. to their fullest extent. Because, mm. like, he even turns himself into stone exactly once, <laughs> and, mm. and never again. No, he's like a um, D&D character who's got so many abilities that he can't remember them. So he just uses the same ones over yeah. and over. I'm going to fly, I'm going to phase, I'm going to do that yeah, thing I where guess. I stick my hand in someone's chest and disrupt their heart or whatever. I'm just going to break this person's mind, but they're not yeah. dead, so it's okay. Okay, we <laughs> we have to we have to move on. Because... Uh, next episode, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're I mean, almost an hour the in. The episode is weird and fun. All of them are. So there we go. Mm. <laughs> yep. Uh, Review. Of oh, it. I like the I like the next the one. Um, Felix Faust, who took over um, mm. the mascara in like the season one, um, takes control of the Annihilator armor and takes yep. control of Hell. <laughs> With with the armor, like he he kicks Hades out of Tartarus and mm. is now god of hell. I mean, it's Tartarus, but they mm. they reference it as hell um, so many times. Like, yeah, there's a whole thing <laughs> where Hawkgirl pretends she's an angel to stop getting demons to attack her. It's hell. Um. Mm. Yeah, but they're not allowed to say hell. You know, they 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 always have to cut that part yeah. off because they say like you know you can go to God. They do that so often. You can't say hell. If he, it really becomes a thing once you um, watch all these episodes in a short period. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Wonder Woman and Hot Girl go to hell to. Uh, defeat a wizard in a yep. magical suit of armor, uh, <laughs> and and Hawk Girl finds the Necronomicon Ex Mortis from Evil Dead. Yeah, like you do, and just throws it away. Um, mm. And 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 Wonder Woman's mom touches her helmet, and now she has the lasso of truth. Um. Yeah, that's about it. They, they, yeah. they, they beat, they beat him up with Hot Girl's magic hammer, mm. or anti magic hammer, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Mace, mace. It's a mace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one where Wonder Woman tried to take the mace, and Hot Girl's like, "No, yeah. I'm, I'll, I gotta use it. It's mine." Yeah. Yeah, because Wonder Woman and Hot Girl have beef. Um, I couldn't imagine why. It's not like Hot Girl betrayed the Earth. <laughs> so, yeah, Wonder Woman's like the only one who hates Hot Girl for betraying them. Yeah. Um, I'm going into the whole complicated relationship thing because at the end of season one, he found out that in at least one version of the future, him and Hot Girl got together and had a kid. Um. But he's still yeah. decided to stay with Vixen anyway. Yeah, like, 
Green Lantern has has a weird relationship with Hot Girl. Yeah, I mean, it gets um, really weird in season three, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, and everybody else just, like, accepts her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was two seasons ago. Wonder They're Woman all over it. is. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wonder Woman is the only one that's, like, actually antagonistic about yeah. it. Um. But yeah, they they have a they have a girl bonding fight in hell. So yeah, they're they're good now. Yeah. Um. The next one is my next notes are on the Shazam episode. Whenever that one is. All right. There's there's one before that. It's where okay. Huntress tries to kill the the fat guy that the kingpin. Oh, He's kingpin. Right, yeah. Except he he's the DC version yeah. of Kingpin. Um, yeah, I think I like that. I mean, I I like the question. Get, he's just kind of a fun character, and they had a fun dynamic yeah. with Question and Huntress. The que- the question is awesome. Like he he's I don't know. He's yeah. just entertaining. He's, he's a quirky, like he, paranoid he, guy who's like trying to get to the bottom of everything and finds out about the whole Cadmus plot. Yeah, I I like that you you legitimately don't know if he's batshit crazy or if um like everything he's saying yeah. is actually true. Because like a, a lot a lot of characters like that, um, they have the habit of being right all the time. Yeah. But with, with with the question, it seems like he he is just genuinely um. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, because he discovers the footage of, like, the Justice Lords incident, pieces together that that's why Cadmus is doing the thing they're doing, but also jumps to the conclusion that that is the future of this Earth and not a separate reality, and I didn't know if he was right or not, you know, they eventually took a stance on it. Like, they... I, I guess they imply that yeah. that's not really the case. Yeah, that that final um, leap of logic wasn't true. Like, cause, yeah, like it. I I think he's supposed to be like a paranoid, and not right in yeah. this case. Yeah, he was just he was seeing the pieces of like um, Lex running for president and assuming that that was, you know, the end goal was that it was actually a closed time loop and we're yeah. gonna have that happen in this world yeah yeah like i i'm i i think the the big picture idea is that he was just paranoid and jumping to conclusions but like as far as this episode goes you're not supposed to know whether that's true he couldn't have predicted that lex had secretly not not, seen the brainiac so he could give birth to his tummy face (laughs) it's not even this episode where he's like looking into cadmus yeah that's (laughs) like in this one he's He's just helping out Huntress, um, trying to kill Kingpin because um, he thinks she's hot. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then they they fight the other power couple, Green Arrow and Black Canary. Yeah, um, and then it turns out that Kingpin was just wanted to see his son, who was like captured by a. Uh, like a, a rival criminal enterprise. Yeah, I mean, he, he wanted I to think. see his son and also flee the country. So they felt okay right. enough to let him live so he, he could see his son. 
but they weren't going to let him flee the country. Yeah, because the the whole thing is that Huntress is basically Batman slash Sly yeah. Cooper. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she, Batman. If Batman, you know, had actually like continued pursuing revenge, I mean, she's she's kind of the Punisher in a way. It's like her family got killed by she, a gang, and although they were also gangsters themselves. She is literally Sly Cooper. Mm. That that's the plot to Sly Cooper. Um like his 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 dad's a thief. Um and uh he hides in the closet while his mom and dad get killed by a, another group of thieves and he tracks them down. Mm. <laughs> so they So there now you we go. know what Huntress Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper. Because I'm pretty sure Huntress has been around since yeah. at least the 90s, if not the 80s. Sly Cooper just ripped off furries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you seen Carmelita? Goddamn. I mean, I, I've seen the porn that's come out of it. I haven't played the game, but... <laughs> when you look up Star Fox porn, there's you know crossover with the Sly Cooper community. I bet. Got the... the... I, I hate this game, but um, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time um, has like a belly dancing mini game with her. Mm. It's terrible, but it's also funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, Huntress in question, fuck at the yeah. end. Um, happy yeah, I ending. mean, their relationship <laughs> is another like ongoing thread of this season it, it comes back yeah. a few times and gets developed yeah there, there's a there's a few recurring characters that aren't the original seven that they focus on and question and huntress are two green arrow and black yeah. canary are two um and there's a few like other bit player heroes that like um vigilante and What's her face? The the one with the flat uh, um, firework mm. rod, <laughs> whose name yeah. I forget. Um. Yeah. But anyway, after this fun episode, so uh, <laughs> we get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Captain Marvel because. Uh, the, the yeah. lawsuit hasn't yeah. happened yet, but, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's the one where uh, Lex Luthor decides to build a like, utopian city as his way of making up for what a bad person he's been all these years, and Superman doesn't believe a word of it, and Shazam, Captain Marvel, um, believes all of it because he's a... I mean, I wasn't... I, I kind of wondered, like, throughout the episode, does the Justice League know that can Marvel Shazam is a child because they only really talk to him when he's in superhero form and they're really mad at him for you know gullibly believing everything lex says yeah it's it it seems like they don't know because he like runs off to transform back yeah into and a he kid. like spider-man's out of school to go hang out with the superhero friends in superhero form and then goes back to school and gets yelled at for you know being irresponsible and late and why are you never doing your stuff you're supposed to be doing because they don't know he's actually a superhero um 
Yeah, they they never really bring it up though that he's a he's a kid who is like putting himself in mortal danger. Yeah, I mean, I assume they don't know, and that's why I mean, like that and Superman's own hatred for Lex are his reasons for chewing him out as harshly as he did. Yeah, like Superman goes right. crazy with anger in this one, like yeah, in ways that you only see with Darkseid. Yeah, like, Superman, I guess, has been deceived by Lex so many times that he is completely unwilling to even entertain this idea that Lex is trying to do something nice. Um, which, spoilers for the end of the episode, was what Lex anticipated to happen the entire time. Like, he orchestrated this scenario to be innocent, but look suspicious enough that Superman would flip out and, um... His plan was that he had a device set up underground that looked like a bomb, but it wasn't a bomb. It was actually a power source. Yeah. Um, but he wanted Superman to go blow it up so Superman could look like a bad guy on TV. And Shazam comes to the rescue, and him and Superman have a big Man of Steel fight and wreck the whole city. Um, which worked out even better for yeah. what Lex was trying to do. Isn't it nice when... Um they actually have consequences for their actions in, in the same episode where the, the destruction happens and not, yeah. you know, two movies later. Yeah, without, without you know, a couple years of people complaining about it <laughs> and then you show the consequences and say, look, we were planning to have consequences all along. Yeah. We totally thought of that. And the, the worst Superman does is just get really... Um, angry out of nowhere because he's suspicious and not snap a dude's neck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and like anyway. he destroys a lot of buildings in an otherwise you know idyllic innocent town. Yeah, which I think yeah. Lex I ended mean, up wrecking the town anyway from something else late. Like he dropped a bomb on it or something to make it look like. Or no, no, they hijacked the laser on the Justice League thing yeah. and fired it at the town just to. Yeah. Um, uh, th- that was a different town. Oh, it was a different okay. um, I, 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 I think. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, because the town was inhabited. Okay. So. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I didn't know if they'd rebuilt the town after all the super people damage and gotten it inhabited. I don't, I don't think they, they specify, like, where, uh, where the Cadmus facility was. I think they just say, like, in New Mexico. Okay. Um,. All right, g- give me a second. Mm. I'll be right back. Mm. Okay. Hey, guess who just went on a little adventure? Yeah, I was going to have you uh, talk. I mean, the listeners aren't going to hear the um, you know, the dead air as I was just reading a book while waiting, but so <laughs> so something about a dog happened? Yeah, my sister's dog got out. Um, so I, um, <laughs> I had I had mm. to walk and go pick him up. Um, well, I had to look for him, um, and eventually I found him, um, and I had to chase him all over because he's a puppy and doesn't know how to respond. Mm. Um, to people telling him to, um, you know, keep his mm. ass put in one place. Mm. So yeah, 
that that was um <laughs> well not fun mm. um annoying <laughs> so yeah that's what 20 minutes 30 minutes <laughs> well i mean for the show. listeners it's nothing so yeah they they were they were just listening to um 20 minutes of the pizza theme <laughs> oh no i would i wouldn't inflict that on our poor few remaining listeners <laughs> just I mean, if Eugene wants to listen to 20 minutes of the pizza theme, we can just send him the pizza theme and he can listen to it for 20 minutes. Just put the Family Jewels version of the pizza theme. Um, the, the sped up version. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll yeah. probably do something like that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the only other thought I had to say on the Shazam Superman episode um, was that if the episode wasn't as good as it was i probably would have been annoyed with like i'm i'm finding lately you know the whole trope of like uh the irredeemable villain that it's like like superhero stories you know they always say like oh we need to keep them you know you, you fight a villain you keep them alive cuz you, know, you give them a second chance so they can redeem themselves and be better and so many times they just don't and that's honestly kind of annoying cuz it's like like it just kind of fosters the idea that it's like you know, if, if, like they should just be killing people because they're never gonna get better. You know, it, it, keeping them alive it only causes problems, and I don't really think that's a good way to view the world. So I kind of don't like it as a trope, um, it, which is yeah, you know like, what Lex Luthor does. You know, like they keep Lex alive, and Lex is like, I'm redeeming myself, but ha ha ha, it's actually a secret evil plan. But the way he pulls it off is just so clever. And the way that, you know, Superman actually... Like, Superman's not, you know, not at fault here. He, he's also complicit. He, you know, overreacted. Um, and, yeah, so it's just like... The, the, the way the episode was written was enough that, you know, I wasn't annoyed by the trope. Yeah, like, I... It, it, it's. They they can't really have Lex like um, switch sides, because he is specifically the crux of Superman uh, supposedly turning evil. Mm. Um, like yeah, I, I, yeah. I think so they can they continue do... that that conspiracy of like, what if we're building into justice yeah. lords as. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. That's why they have him like work with Cadmus as as like the the running plot of the the season. Um. Because yeah, like, I mean, oh, all really our like, problems he, are. Yeah, he's like the arch villain of seasons two and three. Just yeah. in different capacities. <clears throat> it it seems like um or well, like he's really the like the main villain of all of Justice League actually yeah. he he definitely shows up the most out of any villain yeah i mean like seasons you know original pre unlimited justice league he he definitely shows up a few times but he had the whole um kryptonite cancer thing going that I, was it this season that they confirmed that it was just suddenly surprising remission <clears throat> 
I know it was sometime in Unlimited. Yeah, like it, they like sat him down in the doctor's office and told him like, yeah, don't worry about that. It's fine. You're good now. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Although it, it was after he got injected with Brainiac's uh, hot nano machine juice. That well, maybe yeah, it, no, it was. That it was sometime that Superman, in, in season it? two. Yeah, it was sometime in but, season two where he showed that he had like super strength. Um, yeah, like I think the explanation like, is that as Brainiac's nano machines were doing their thing, they cured his cancer. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't realize like, that. I, I, we we didn't have any problems at the beginning of the episode, but now, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Now we're kind of cutting into each other. Well, um, I think we're just talking over each other. I mean that too. <laughs> we, we both we both have, we both have so many thoughts, but also there's um tw- twenty more episodes to get through. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, okay, so Le- Lex has to be an asshole. It's gonna be a long but, one. Um, <clears throat> next episode. Okay, sorry. Because <laughs> um, my next note is on so where, one where of the episodes now? has. Uh, well, we're we're after the Shazam Superman one. Okay. Um. The next one is the one with Hot Girl and Vigilante and Vixen. Okay. Which, um, by the way, I'm I'm pretty sure Vigilante, who is voiced by Nathan Fillion, and Vixen, who is voiced by, um, what's her face, also from Firefly, um, whose name I sadly forget. Mm. Um, so that's that's a fun little reference. Mm. But, but yeah. Um, Hawkgirl and Vixen um, are fighting for Jon Stewart's affections. Um, yep. And also Hawkgirl is fighting her past because there's a bunch of Thanagarians who uh, basically lure her to a to a planet to kill her with like a, a false emergency distress signal. Mm. Um, like specifically relating to. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The, it was the, it was the, the ones from the end of season two. Yeah, it was like that. That one slimy guy still has brain damage from what happened. Yeah, like that. There's um, and they show like there, off screen <clears throat> her ex died fighting the alien threat or whatever. Yeah. So the 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 alien uh, Gordanians, I think, um, yeah, the the space race that was fighting the Thanagarians, which is the reason why they wanted to to build the thing that would destroy Earth. Yeah, um, they were going to blow up the Earth to make a super highway to get to the Gordanian homeworld first, and yeah, that failed. Yeah, so they got to Thanagar first, and. Basically, Hawk Girl's race is now either like wiped out or enslaved. Yeah. Is the implication? Um, so the the remaining people who are left alive uh, from from that basically like, all right, fuck Hawk Girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
we we can't save our planet, but but we could kill her. So they let yeah. her away. And the whole episode is about um, Shira, like learning to be a team player again after betraying both the Earth and like her people. Yeah. Yeah, and letting John's uh, two girlfriends, um, you know, be characters who aren't just associated with him. <laughs> yeah. As much as that annoys him, that yeah. Martian Manhunter would send his two girlfriends off together to uh, talk shit about him behind <laughs> his back. That that is a great line, though, from from John. Yeah, it's like I, I like, didn't even take uh, that into consideration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, r- regardless of what you might think, I don't, I don't give out missions based on your love life, yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which also kind of leans into the Martian Manhunter asshole um, character arc that they're going through. Yeah. Um. Because he, he doesn't really do much of anything other than, like, man the Watchtower in the first two seasons of... Uh, yeah, he's he's the guy who's directing all these newbies on missions to tell them to go do stuff yeah. and pushing the teleport button anytime somebody calls for a, a teleport. Yeah. he He's the brains of the outfit now. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I guess when you can telepathically communicate with anybody on Earth from space... Um, it helps. Yeah, and he has no family to go back to, so he's got nowhere yeah. else to be. Yeah. Okay. That, so yeah, Hawk Hawk Girl is back. Um, Vixen is more established now, which is good because she she's actually pretty cool. Uh, she's like a supermodel um, who who has her own thing going, um, like. Even away from the just the Justice League and John Stewart, mm. which is cool, and her her rivalry with Hot Girl over that is um, like friendly. You know, it's like yeah. it's not like they're at at each other's throats. Um, they're like we're both we're both good guys here. Like we just um, <laughs> we yeah. just have to work out our personal shit by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, yeah, I don't know which episode it relates yeah. to, but my next note is on the fact that there are two Captain Adams that I realized at some point that, that there is a... There's the um, Ray Palmer Captain Adam, and there's also a guy whose name is Captain Adams with a D. Well, because it was that, that second Adam Captain is a... Adams is the one that Cadmus shows up and they're like, you're coming back to work for us because you're a soldier. Um, but there's also the Ray Palmer well, Captain I, Adam, the I, little guy in the blue spandex suit. I I think Captain Adam is the nuclear uh, guy. And, oh, it's um, the Adam? <clears throat> Ray Palmer is just the Adam. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, yeah. Which, I mean... Two guys whose name and is Adam. there's also Adam... There's also Adam Smasher, who is mm. <laughs> um, a completely different hero who is in the background that they only ever name once. Yeah. 
And there's also Adam Warlock who is <clears throat> in another universe. <laughs> Um, we can't just name Adams. <laughs> I mean, we could, but... Yeah. I, mean, I don't know which um, universe Adam Strange is from. I know that's another comics character. Um, Probably DC, because it would be too weird to have an Adam Strange and a Doctor Strange in Marvel. I, I actually can't think of any other Adams. Mm. <laughs> so... Um, I guess this revolver also lot from Malgar Solid. His name's Adamska, which I guess is like the Russian um, version of Adam. Adam West. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Okay, we've counted all the Adams. <laughs> I did it. There are no more <laughs> in the universe. Yep. There's exactly four. <laughs> yeah, and there never have been any other Adams of any level of importance. Nope. Nope. Um, okay, okay, so what, what's the, the next episode? The, the, the next one is the one where... Um, uh, this, this is where the question is, um, like, inspecting Cadmus, and um, Captain Adam gets asked to, to rejoin the military. Okay. Um, is it then, also the one where the question breaks into Lex Luthor's office to try to kill him? I believe so. Because I know, I think um, it was all in one episode that he's like going crazy, realizing that yeah, we may be in a closed time loop leading up to the Justice Lords, and that Lex running for president is the thing that kicks it off. So he needs to go strangle Lex in his office before uh, that can happen. And then he gets yeah. there, and Lex is so like, I'm reading this "Nah, I'm not actually. I don't actually want to be president. It was just to screw with you people." <laughs> yeah, I spent seventy-five million dollars running for president when I don't even want to win. I just want to see <laughs> Superman's face when he thinks that I'm building up to that other universe. That would never happen in the. You know what? I don't want to go there. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lex becoming president yeah. did happen in another comic series. Like, that's the whole reason they even bothered. I, I think it was around that time because it was yeah. like Bush era and JLU was like late two thousands. Like that. That was, I was like mid two thousands, like two thousand five. I think is when um, oh. these two seasons aired. Okay. Yeah, so that was around when Lex becoming president happened in the comics. I want to <clears> say it was like two thousand three, two thousand four. I know, like, the DCAU people, like, worked pretty closely with, um, uh, like, DC Comics, yeah. so... I mean, I mainly remember the Lex Luthor president thing from, like, the Batman-Superman, um... God, I can't remember the name of the guy who wrote those comics, but... Like, yeah, I mean, they were pretty fun comics, and they had a whole thing, like... It got adapted into a movie called Superman-Batman Public Enemies, where... Lex becomes president and Superman's like something's wrong here and and then you know Lex I don't know comes <laughs> up with some, something's wrong I can feel it yeah Lex I don't know comes up with some excuse or other to basically outlaw Superman and send a team of superheroes after him yeah it but also Lex was going crazy from know, like kryptonite poisoning at the same time and I think he makes out with Amanda Waller huh. at one point. 
Like, she didn't want to. He was just, you know, poison crazy. But Really? I remember something like that happening. Also, I don't remember. There was some weird space thing in it, too. Like, he was going to, I don't know, shoot a rocket at the moon or throw the moon at the earth. or I don't know. There was some weird shit going on in that comic, but... Huh. Or slash oh, movie. by the way, while while it while it while it comes up, the the JLU version of Amanda Waller is awesome. Like mm. she, like I don't know, she's just great. Like, like yeah, she starts out as a as a like I, I guess an anti villain. Hmm. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, she, because she's she, a she villain, really... but she's not a super villain. And even as a villain, yeah, like, she's. She, yeah, she, she's looking out for the Earth, and she doesn't... Or she's looking out for humanity and doesn't trust these superheroes. And has lots of reason not to trust these superheroes. But also some of her, like, methods yeah. are a bit unethical. Yeah, she, she's one of those uh, villains where it's like, I'm gonna do this thing that's kind of bad to maybe stop this really bad thing from happening. Yeah, like yeah, assembling you know, some like, kind of suicide like, squad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, like she, like she obviously, like genuinely, just does not want the world to go to war with superheroes, um, and she's like trying to keep them in check. But also, she escalates things um, to the point where that's com- kind of inevitable. Mm. So. Yeah, it's. I mean, it actually, it's kind of like a whole Cold War thing. Now that I think about it. Mm. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I don't want to get into that either. Um, but I, yeah, I, I just realized, like looking looking at, um, looking at this, like the last four episodes of the season is all like Lex Luth- Luth- Lex Luthor Cadmus related. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like the Cadmus plot was there and being built up, you know, throughout the season, but definitely as it gets to the yeah. ending, it was like very sequential yeah, like, episode leading into the next episode. Even before yeah, like, it got it, to the It's essentially a four finale. part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it, it is essentially like a four part season finale, which is cool. Yeah. Before um, the epilogue, which kind of sort of has nothing to do with the season. Yeah, it, like it, it's like the epilogue. It, it's, it's like they they realized the they had an extra episode left and they wanted to do a Batman Beyond thing. Yeah, like it 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 seems to me that um, it it was the writers saying like we might not get another shot to to do this, hmm. so let's do it now. Yeah, um, but then they got cleared for another season, <laughs> and then they're like, well, um, let's let our horniest fantasies run wild. <laughs> kind of all our horny fantasies about hawk people in ancient egypt and um yeah yeah we'll get that we'll get to that <laughs> we have to get through lux yeah, luther's tummy face and his yeah. nano machine injection okay yeah <laughs> okay so i'm gonna split speed through a lot of the plot because i i think we set up the characters enough to where yeah. um everybody knows like where they stand yeah i mean if people want to um, watch this it's 
it's probably on HBO Max or DC streaming service, and also, I mean, the Blu-rays. And I, I bought the Blu-ray. I bought yeah. the Blu-ray of the entire Unlimited series for... I, I don't think it was it, that it, much. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good, and you should watch it if you have any interest at all in DC superheroes, because it is the best... Um, it's it's the best version of these characters outside of comics. Yeah. Um. At least, at least in in like recent history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like like but some of anyway, the direct anyway, DVD movies um, are decent, but they're very hit or miss with those. With the DCAU stuff is just yeah. generally pretty good. But, like I I think I think that like Bat the uh, Batman series is better on the whole mm. because it it gets deeper into it gets deeper into the characters like especially the villains. Um, yeah, and even like, like I like the Justice animation League quality is... better in like the, the the Batman show before it switched over to the new Batman Adventures. Where they they went more stylized, I assume it was just cheaper for them to do. But you know, like like they had like Superman animated and yeah. the new Batman in the same style as that, and like it still it still works. It's just not yeah, like, quite Bat- as like crisp as like the original, like very like heavy yeah, like, shadowed ba- uh, artwork of classic Batman animated. Yeah, like Bat. Batman, or at least the first few seasons, um, were like, oh, like every every frame is like a work yeah. of art. Um, yeah, um, and that I think also that was because it was the first show they did, and they really wanted people to like buy into it, so they had to make it as best yeah. they could. Like, like it was only the I, I think the the second show that WB Animation ever mm. did. <laughs> And it was like right so, after Batman eighty nine like came out, so like people were hyped for Batman, but they had to like really sell them on the idea that like this cartoon is not Super Friends, this is like very good yeah. storytelling cartoon. Yeah, like I, I think there's a documentary that actually talks about like how, like a lot of the, a lot of the higher ups actually worked on Super yeah. Friends, and they were like. We really didn't want this to be Super yeah. Friends. Yeah, because I mean, Super Friends. Super Friends. Um, I, I don't even know if it's on TV anymore, but still, that like interpretation of Aquaman is what everyone knows as Aquaman. So, like, the impact of Super Friends is still felt. Yeah, like it, it's, it's, it's fine as like a, a young kid's introduction to superheroes, but it is yeah. not. It's it's Good a very cheesy silver agey yeah. kind of show. It's like I mean it, it's like it the animation it's a Hanna Barbera cartoon is terrible. Like it, I'm what? pretty sure it's like it, it's a Hanna Barbera cartoon. You know, same like makes oh, yeah. of Scooby Doo. Yeah, same kind of feel as like a Scooby Doo cartoon where it's just very cheesy. Yeah, a lot of corny jokes. Um, yeah. Hanna Barbera in general is like make it make it cheap, make it formulaic, and like one of these twenty shows will stick and will sell merch of that, and that's how we make our money. Yeah. 
And that's like Scooby-Doo, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Scooby-Doo, stuff Flintstones, like Josie Jetsons. and the Pussycats, and, yeah. and Jabberjaw, and stuff like that. Like, that somewhat survived, but, like, the only one that really still matters is Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, stuff like Flintstones and, and Jetsons, I think, are remembered, but they were more like... A cartoony version of the primetime comedies, like Honeymoon, Flintstones, yeah. Honeymooners are the same thing, except it's Caveman yeah, instead that, of... Uh, that was earlier, too. Like, that that was... Yeah. I, I feel like Flintstones and Jetsons was, um, like, they were, they were kind of, yeah, they were just rip-offs of sitcoms, um, with, with like, a theme, but... Yeah, like, they, they also, just time-displaced, uh, yeah. sitcom of the day yeah but it like it feels like they also put more effort into that than they did like all of the kid shows that they made yeah like in like the scooby-doo and like the all the like action mystery stuff was what they were doing when yeah. they did scooby-doo and i think super friends was around right. that time too because like even even the ones i can remember like speed buggy and Jabberjaw and yeah like all that like that's the stuff that survived like there's dozens of shit shows that they made that yeah. <laughs> nobody has remembered in the past 30 years yeah if you go on boomerangs i guess app now that that's where you find all that stuff just piles and piles of random cartoons oh. they made yeah okay <laughs> Okay. We have to talk about yeah. Justice League at some Yeah, point. we have to get back to, you know, Lex Luthor mutating into a weird cyborg with metal tentacles okay. and stuff. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to sum up the plot of, like, three of these episodes, yep. um, and then we'll get into the last one. Um, so, the, the question investigates Cadmus, realizes that um, the... The whole Superman killing Luthor and turning into like a fascist Justice League is maybe a time cycle thing that is destined to happen. Um, so he tries to kill Le- Lex Luthor before Superman has the chance. Um, but it turns out Luthor has superpowers for some unknown reason. Um, and he captures the question to find out like how he got the information and to stop it from getting to the rest of the league. Hmm. Meanwhile, um, Captain Adam, who is like an actual like Air Force captain, gets brought back. Um, he was like on leave from the military, I guess, to work with the Justice League. But um, the the general, voiced by J.K. Simmons. Um, uh basically asked him back like to betray the justice league to protect cadmus um so superman and huntress who is looking for the question break into the cadmus facility where um the question is being held uh beat up a bunch of guards Superman confronts the the doctor that cloned Supergirl, and they basically each uh, exchange fuck yous. Um, 
Let's see. That's the end of one episode. Oh, yeah. Captain Adam fights Superman, and it's almost a fair fight because Captain Adam, like, can use red sun energy because he's made of radiation. Um, but of course, Superman wins because that, that's how it always goes. Yeah, he, he can't um, electrocute Superman to hold him down, so <laughs> he doesn't have the, the way to actually stop Superman. Uh, like, they, they say, they say that Superman's weaknesses are, like, um, red sun energy, kryptonite, and magic. But the only time he ever really gets taken out of commission in all of Justice League is with electricity. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so yeah, they, they break in. Superman beats Captain Adam and takes him back to um, the Watchtower. Huntress gets questioned and takes him back to the Watchtower. Luthor hacks into the Watchtower and uses the giant space cannon to destroy the Cadmus facility where Superman and Huntress just were. Mm. Um, which conveniently has been evacuated <laughs> in, in the time between the raid and when the beam fired. Mm. And uh, Amanda Waller uses this time to basically call the president and say like look this isn't a this is a direct attack against us um let's destroy the justice league um and it turns out this is all just part of luthor's plan but uh waller takes it into her own hands and sends power girl who she sends Power Girl and a bunch of the Ultimen, who are the the super friends, um, like rather like super friends, um, ex- exclusive clones. Uh, mm. Yeah, I think we talked about them from, last because they the were set episode. up in season one. Yeah. And also, I, um, I had a note on the Power Girl thing. It must have been from this episode. I, I noticed she she was in a fight with Supergirl a lot in this, right? I think. Because I noticed yeah. she kept doing this thing where she would, like, punch Supergirl and, like, hold her by the scruff of her shirt. Which, for Supergirl, is, like, a half shirt. So what's holding that <laughs> shirt down? It, it, did she, like, glue it to her tits? Because it seems like, like her tits should just be falling out every time she's, like, held by the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Supergirl's clothes get just get like roughed up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I've noticed like every time she fights. Um, which yeah, she she's I mean, not she wasn't fair, wearing enough clothes to start with that you can go around grabbing her by the scruff of her shirt and not have any wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Yeah. She she's wearing like a, a half shirt and a mini skirt. <laughs> Um, yeah. So like every, every like cl- every bit of clothing damage is like okay, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, well, I mean it's it's part of Bruce Tim's growing horniness as they allow him to do more and more. Yeah. Um So yeah, um it's basically 
all, all the Justice League on the Watchtower is fighting Ultimen, while Supergirl is fighting Power Girl, who is more powerful than her. Um, oh, also Steel is there, because why not? Mm. Um, and <laughs> guess how Supergirl defeats Power Girl? She electrocutes uh, electric- her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't remember that part, but it makes sense. Yep. Um, oh, also after after the after Luthor hacked the Watchtower beam, like all the original members of the Justice League except Batman turned themselves in. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. They call up Batman and say, like, "We're turning ourselves in." It's like, "Fuck that!" Just drives off. Yeah. So, at this point, um, all all the main seven except Batman are in U.S. custody. Um, the rest of the league is like just getting over the fight with the Ultimate and Power Girl. Um, yeah, they're just walking over bodies in the in the tower. Yeah, um, Luthor is. Like, about to put his master plan into action. Um, and Batman, who is the, like, pretty much the only active Justice League member at this point, um, mm. break, breaks into where, wherever Cadmus is now and basically tells Amanda Waller, stop being a fucking idiot. Luthor hacked our beam. Yeah, um, Luthor's playing and, all of us. Yeah. He played us like a damn fiddle. Um, (laughs) um, So fucking do something about it. um, Or Luthor is going to rule the world. Or uh, I mean, he worded it a lot better than I did. Yeah. But But people can go watch the show if they want to see how it's correctly worded. Yeah. Um, So Waller confronts Luthor... Uh, turns out he has superpowers, so she can't beat him. Um, so she brings in the rest of the league that they arrested because now she's on team fuck Luthor. Yeah. Um, and that's when Luth, that's when, um, Brainiac reveals that he's been inside Luthor this whole time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nope, he, so he turns into a tummy face monster. He shot his nanomachines <laughs> up in him, and uh, suddenly there's metal growing out of his body and a tummy face. So that, you know, the audience can see that there's a second person in here. Yeah. So, Luth- Luthor and Brainiac escape. Go to Cadmus, where... <clears throat> um, and... Steel technology from that episode where all the self-replicating machines were kept. I I worded that badly, but I think you get it. Yeah. Um. So and they fu- they fuse into one being, like mind and body. Um. So now <laughs> we've got. Lex Brainiac um, against the original seven members of the Justice League. 
Um, and that's our climactic final battle for the season. Um, and I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show this to Jade because I found it funny. Mm. Um, no, it probably wait. won't be the title card because we've but, already got Tommy Face lined up for that. Luthor Brainiac makes a bunch of makes a bunch of clones of uh, the Justice Lords um, for the League to fight while he builds his giant um, robot laser Mm. or whatever. And uh, and Wonder Woman kicks Ultraman in the butt. (laughs) Yeah. Wonder So um Wonder Woman and Superman wanna wanna switch um switch clones. Yeah, because they all start off fighting they, their Superman, own ones because that's what you do. Yeah. And uh Superman doesn't want to fight himself because he has a lot of baggage. So mm. Wonder Woman's like, You wanna switch? So And Green Superman and Hawk like Girl just, do that too, because they really want to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. So, uh, Superman, like, just crushes Wonder Woman, um, and then (laughs) there's a, there's a beautiful shot where super, the evil Superman standing in the middle of the frame and Wonder Woman just comes running off frame and kicks him square in the ass. (laughs) Yeah, like flying karate kick. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then John Stewart just like crushes the uh, the fake hot girl with a jackhammer or something. Yeah, and um, the the real hot girl like beheads the fake John Stewart with yeah. with the with their mace. No, they're just working um, out their issues. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of baggage between the team at this point, isn't there? Mm. Um, okay but at at this point like Luthor Brainiac is all powerful and he, he what like he, he like hits the, the rest of the league with like a beam that like imprisons him or something, yeah, um, something. except for Flash um, like Flash is the only one left, and Luthor is like, "Fuck, I don't even care enough about you to kill you." Mm. Uh, and then Flash runs all the way around the world and punches Luthor in the face. <laughs> yeah, no, he he <laughs> runs lot. so fast that he phases out of reality, but he yeah. beats up Luthor a lot. It it's the first time they referenced the Speed Force, and um, it's about to kill him. <laughs> Yeah, because I guess he, he was just too fast. just regular running fast this whole time, but when he runs fast enough, he phases out into this speed force reality. Yeah. Um th- this is like the one really cool flash moment <laughs> in in the whole show. I mean, and it also it still it ties um, back to that idea that like what if this is leading up to the Justice Lords cuz Flash dying was one of the critical things 
for that scenario. And here we have Flash. Yeah, the maybe the nine. idea. Yeah, the the idea is that in the in the Justice Lords um, world, Luthor killed Flash, which led to Superman killing Luthor, which led to Superman and the League turning into fascists. Yeah. Um. So in this world, uh, Flash goes Super Saiyan, <laughs> um, uh, just pulverizes the Brainiac off of Luthor. Um, and then phases out of existence, and Superman is just like so close to punching a hole through Luthor's face. Yeah, he's just um, gonna jump right to the murder part here. Yeah, and then he stops uh, before he actually goes through with it, and then oh, it turns out Martian Manhunter can sense. Flash's brain. Um, yeah, he's in another reality, but it's like right next door. Yeah. <laughs> so they just have to <laughs> reach in and grab him and pull him through. Yeah. Um, so yeah they got to get the whole so team to line up, all pulling on each other's arms so they can pull Flash yep. through the portal. What was Batman doing? <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he he probably would have done more by, you know, grabbing some pom-poms and going, go team. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, fire so, yeah. a grappling hook at Flash and get another point of <laughs> grapple there. Just hit him in the chest and kill him so it doesn't matter anymore. Say, <laughs> like, oh, Lex didn't um, kill him, Batman killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Superman kills Batman. <laughs> And then we get into the Snyderverse. Uh, <laughs> no, and then um, and then the Joker kills Lois Lane. Uh, mm. Oh, and, so and it's it turns injustice. into injustice. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, the the day is saved. the The government trusts ju- the Justice League now. Um, Lex Luthor is in prison again. Um, yeah, and the Justice League's like, sorry about our big laser that blew up your city. We're gonna shut down the satellite we're, and build a hall of we're justice. We're not gonna do that anymore. Yeah, we're gonna build a yep. hall of justice on the ground. The hall of justice, with which they call the Metro Tower, which is kind of funny to me. Mm. Um, and then we get an epilogue for but, Batman Beyond. I love this episode. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's a self-contained episode. It, it is one hundred. Yeah, it, it's one hundred percent fan service, but um, it's also really good fan service. So, I I love it. Um, yeah, like the tie into Justice League is that it involves Amanda Waller referencing Cadmus's role in the Batman Beyond stuff. Yeah, like uh, Amanda Waller's really the only even close to Justice League related thing here. Yeah, well, I mean, she said because um, she says that Cadmus is the ones who made the whole like Terry McGinnis being Bruce Wayne's like clone son. Um, that Cadmus made that happen. Yeah, I I have mixed feelings about that, but in the end, it's fine. Mm. Because like the 
Like, Terry didn't need to be Bruce's son to to be Batman, you know? Like... Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it was, was kind of like I a Metal like... Gear kind of twist. It was like, you were actually his biological yeah. copy, and we engineered the circumstances to make it so you could be, you know, like Metal Gear Solid 2, like, riding... You know, like we're gonna put you through the yeah. same scenario that Bruce was, so you can become a hero just like him. Because we're gonna murder your parents. You know, we hired the Phantasm to do it, and the, then they didn't go through with it. Yeah. But then your parents died anyway, so that, I guess that worked out. Yeah. the 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 Phantasm was a, an extremely out of nowhere callback. Yeah. <laughs> that was unexpected, but also that movie is awesome. Yeah. So I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it was. I don't think um, they confirmed if that's the same phantasm or if it's just the costume. I mean, it was an old-haired lady, so oh, I'm assuming yeah, I that, or, or uh, old-haired lady, a white-haired lady. Mm. Um, so I'm assuming she's old, which means it was. Mm. Um, I don't remember her name. Bruce's ex-girlfriend <laughs> from uh, Mask of the Phantasm. But also she was like, Batman wouldn't want me to kill this kid's parents. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to do it. Um, so yeah, uh, Terry McGinnis breaks into Amanda Waller's house. Uh, she's got to be like 90 to 100 years old at this point. Mm. Um well, I mean, Bruce is and, still alive, and he was... I don't know, how old was Waller in Justice League? I, I would imagine at least 30s. Like, she is, like, a high-up government. Yeah, I mean, definitely. She's like, she had to be in, like, her, her 30s or 40s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is supposed to be, like, 65 years later. Yeah, I mean, well, how old was Bruce in Justice I mean, I would assume he would also be 30s. I gotta imagine like, like low thirties at, at most. Yeah, I mean he's like young and healthy enough to be like very fit, but experienced enough. Like he's not, you know, th this is after Batman yeah. animated happens, so he's you know got years of experience by the time Justice League happens. Yeah, and I mean th this is also in the future of Batman Beyond, like fifteen years in the future. Yeah. Because um, yeah, because I, I think Terry, is uh, Terry like talks full to Dana and now. says, "Yeah, where he was, yeah, like, like a he, late he has full 20. on, he has full on superhero chin now." Yeah. <laughs> um, he's but yeah, all like he, he says he's been dating Dana for for fifteen years. So I'm I'm assuming that's the way for the writers to organically oh, to get in. That, yeah, it's this is fifteen years. From Batman Beyond, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Terry talks to Amanda Waller. Um, she basically says, "Bruce Wayne slash Batman is fucking awesome." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh, after they, we got they, over our differences the... back in the Justice League days, I appreciated him and decided. Yeah. That we can't have a world we owe the, without a Batman, so I'm going to engineer one, and that's you. Yeah. Also, she tells the story about Batman and Ace, which 
like I said, is like one of the best moments in, in the DCAU. Mm. Um, I think I, I, I went through that like two weeks ago or two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just look up Batman and Ace on YouTube if uh, <laughs> you want to see that. It's pretty mm. good. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it, but yeah, um, she says she engineered a Batman. Um, she, she turned, um, Terry's dad's balls into Bruce Wayne's balls. Um, so, (laughs) so, um, she had some Bruce Wayne had a kid on file with, yeah. I, I, by the way, I like that joke. Like, like, getting Bruce Wayne's DNA wasn't that hard. He left it all over town, and they, they show no, her like, like picking up like a, a yeah. They they show her picking up a blood sample yeah. and um and going back and like no no not even remotely what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't that Batman. That's different versions of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a very good joke and i appreciate it um but yeah it uh the the ending is is like terry talking to bruce and them like appreciating each other now that uh terry knows that bruce is his biological dad yeah, because they do like flashbacks throughout the um, episode of the events leading up to Terry confronting Waller, and one of them is that he, you know, goes down to the Batcave and yells at Bruce for a while. So they make up at the end. Yeah, t- Terry. Terry gets um, like blood work done and realizes that he is uh, he is biologically related to Bruce, so he thinks that. Uh, Bruce was so full of himself that he needed an heir. Yeah, the the Bruce um, engineered the situation. But he kept pushing away. And... Yeah. And, like, he, he accuses Bruce of, like, constantly pushing away, like, the Robins and Batgirl um, and everyone. So the only option left was, was to, like, falsely impregnate um, a random yeah. woman. Um, yeah, he's going to do the, I guess. the Anakin Skywalker treatment. <laughs> yep. Um So yeah, then then they go back to the Waller thing and um she admits that it was yeah. her. Um and then Terry is nice to to Bruce like I mean Bruce is like an old man in a wheelchair at this point. He's like a Yeah, no, there's no old. Alfred to open his um, old man pill bottles now. He has to do it himself. Yeah, I miss Alfred. Mm. Alfred was cool. I mean, I assume Alfred was the DCAU dead by the time version of Batman Alfred Beyond, right? is awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Like the the Batman Beyond Bruce is a crotchety old man who is more alone than yeah. ever. Um. Yeah, but he also kind of becomes the Alfred because like, he's uh, the one who's like making presumably. Yeah, like he's 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 the man in the yeah. chair. Um, 
Yeah, so... So, um, season three? So, yeah, it, it, it's not... It's it's not an epilogue to Justice League. It's an epilogue to Batman Beyond slash like the entire DCAU because the writers apparently thought it was the last episode. Yeah, yeah, they didn't think they were getting another season or that they would have to expand on that idea of a Hall of Justice because season three they never really show that much of it. You know, they're, they're always off doing other things. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they, like, showed the inside, but it basically looks the exact same as the Watchtower. Yeah. No, they were so expecting to just, it, it, you know, have their conclusion be, the Justice League is on Earth now. They're, they're not above yeah. everyone else. Yeah, the, they, they, they wanted the, they wanted the compromise to be, well, yeah, the Justice League is, the Justice League is more, like, ground level, um, with the people. Um, like they're, they're not a, they're not like a big space threat anymore. Um, you know, both sides have compromised and now everything is okay. Um, and then season three happens. Yeah, and then they got another season and decided to spend it, uh, having flashbacks to the time that another Hawkman and Hawkgirl were actually like reincarnations of ancient Egyptians, and also John Stewart was there for some reason, <laughs> just to show that Hot Girl has I always mean... been cheating on her husband, and that's okay because they're all okay with it. <laughs> yeah, the the core of Shiera Hall is not being loyal to anything yeah. or anyone. <laughs> um. Do you want to do those two episodes now? Because we yeah, can. I mean, th- those are the ones that struck me the most. Is what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> okay, so because I mean, yeah, because we got um, a new Hawkman. Because they did Hawkman dirty the first time when they did the evil hot guy. So we got a more classic Hawkman. He's got you know the big X straps and the wings and the shirtless and all that. And he, I, I think, the, his like secret oh, yeah. identity is like the one he usually goes by in the comics. He's you know archae Carter yeah, Hall, like archaeologist guy who's also a Hawkman. Yeah, that yeah that he's like following um, Hawkgirl around, and she thinks it's kind of cute. But Batman's like, no, he's a creepy stalker. And he is kind of a creepy stalker, but it's because he found an ancient Egyptian pyramid where he touched a thingy that gave him a memory that showed him that he and Hawk Girl were both like ancient Egyptians who I guess have reincarnated. It's ancient aliens. The 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 whole fucking story is ancient aliens. That's yeah, why it's I ancient hate aliens, it. but also reincarnation. <laughs> that like these two characters who exist in the present day. And Shaira's name hasn't even changed. She was Shaira back then, and now she's Shaira now. Uh, Shaira Hall back then, Shaira yeah, Hall they've, now. Yeah, they've both reincarnated, despite her, you know, having come from Thanagar. I guess she reincarnated back on Thanagar. But that they have both reincarnated into these new people, and so he feels like they're, like, you know, destined for each other. And she thinks that's bullshit. Um... And then we, we revisit the concept later when they bring Green Lantern into the mix and 
this weird shadow thing, which is, it turns out it's like another, it's like their advisor in ancient Egypt has turned into this like shadow guy who's following Hawkman around. And so he forces all three of them to touch the memory device and they all see a big flashback of how Hawkman was too busy with work and stuff. And so Hawkgirl hooked up with a black man who has Jon Stewart's voice and look and personality. Um, and so I guess that implies that Green Lantern is also a reincarnation of an ancient Egyptian. And so he is also, you know, star-crossed love destined for hot girl, I guess. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, it, it's... It's really weird. It doesn't really further anything. It just really uh, complicates the whole like, like relationship between those characters. That now it's tied to this like ancient aliens like love across time thing, where like the relationship they had before was like a, a messy one, but it was one that evolved out of the characters and their circumstances and. And now they're putting like a destiny thing into it. Yeah, because because like if, if we recount the the dynamics here, it's um, John Stewart and uh, Shire Hall had a thing. Yeah, they hit and it off, and then she betrayed her whole everyone. And passed. They you know broke up. Yeah, and then the. Then and they then got he complicated. Got a second girlfriend, and, but he also saw um, that in the future they were going to have a kid. So, love triangle. Yeah. Um, and and now they're all the so reincarnation. There's the whole thing with him. He, yeah. Well, like I, I just want to like put this fully into perspective. Like, John Stewart went into mm-hmm. the future. <laughs> And, and saw that he had a kid with his ex-girlfriend yeah. um and he and he decided not to tell mm. her <laughs> um so now he's awkward around her um also he has a new girlfriend who is getting buddy buddy with with his ex and they're being weird with each other mm. <laughs> um like the the dynamic like every episode where this is like at the forefront like the dynamic gets weirder and weirder and yeah, weirder. if they had vixen and a hawk um, girl or and an a hawk just... man hook up we could have like a love square of these four yeah. characters oh yeah in like but even before the whole prophecy but thing becomes clearer like okay so now we have a future kid with with the the original couple um and now we have a girlfriend, um, the, the mm. new girlfriend. Um, and now we have yeah. Now, now we have a new boyfriend, so we've got this um, different triangle going on. Yeah. Now we now we got a, a love quadrangle. Yeah. Um, and then we we bring in like a, a past Egyptian ancient aliens prophecy. <laughs> And like, I I miss when the when the whole character dynamic was just Green Lantern and Hawk Girl being weird around each other because um, they don't want to admit that yeah. they love each other. Yeah, no, that that plot uh, got a bit but the, out of control. 
the the important thing to remember here is that every version of John Stewart fucks. Mm. Like John Stewart canonically fucks um, like three or four different women um, in this mm. show, and and I mean that's not including all the ones that he probably fucked. Mm. So there you go. Yep. My first notes um, for the season. Okay, let's talk about. Ep- yeah, I was about to say, let's talk about episodes that don't have anything to do yeah, with Yeah, I mean, that. my first notes, I, I don't know if it's the first episode, but it uh, mentions the naked green fire bikini lady who gets grabbed by a giant squid. Um, because this is the horny season. And also that there's a, a guy whose power, I guess, is he unlocks doors. He's got a big key and he can unlock doors. And that's his magic power. Yeah. So door unlocker man. yeah uh, um, that, that's not the first episode but yeah yeah and also they, they use um, magnets to block fire i don't know how that works but you know they, they you know realize the way to stop the firepower is to use magnets or wait no no it was the bad i think the bad guy had like magnet powers and they're like shooting fire at him and he's just blocking it all with his magnets Um, well, at, the, at the end, like they they beat the ma- the magnet guy by superheating yeah. him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right? I, yeah. They, I think they superheat him. But before that, he I think he was using his magnet to stop the green fire lady from doing anything. And I don't know how he was able to stop that in the first place. That that might be right. I don't I don't remember. He might have. Like his powers are inconsistent. I, I, I don't remember. <laughs> and how any of yeah. their powers work is inconsistent. Um, it's just Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well that that is the first episode, oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> yeah, because my first right. note was that. The second oh. one was Hawkman two, because he showed up for the first time then. Third note is about Hawkman how Stargirl two. sucks. Cause she's just a whiny little shit. Um, oh yeah, she she is just a fucking yeah. Veruca Salt. Yeah, yeah, um, it's like Supergirl's you know doing stuff and getting praise, and she's like, "Fuck that bitch!" Sick of how everybody loves her. Also, I like Supergirl's redesign. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The like it, it's more classic outfit. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot better than um, like teenage headband. Yeah. Uh, like design from the Su- Superman animated. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Star Girl. That was her name. I always yeah. Star Girl's the one with um, the. I guess she doesn't have powers. Her staff has the powers because they make a point of that because they do a whole episode of like yeah these superheroes who don't have inherent superpowers, and a bunch of people who are mad about people with superpowers, but then. They decide this cowboy is actually pretty yeah. cool because he's doing nice stuff and he doesn't have superpowers. <laughs> that 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 was the internal crux of that episode was the cowboy yeah. being cool. Uh, okay, yeah. So Supergirl, Star Girl, um, Star Girl's dad, the, the Mecha guy, the Mecha guy. <laughs> um, yeah, her. 
her stepdad um and green lantern um go to the north pole and get sucked into (laughs) um like a Mm. wormhole to the 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 empty core of the earth which has its own sky (laughs) um is that the one with the barbarians too wait let me just read this yeah. Let me let me read the synopsis right. word for word. Um, Supergirl, Stargirl, Stripe, and Green Lantern help Warlord liberate Scar Terrace. Parentheses, a hidden world inside the Earth's core from Deimos, a brutal dictator, while protecting a very large piece of kryptonite from Metallo and Silver Banshee. Yep, yeah. yeah, that was... Uh, I guess that sums it up. Uh, also, that Scartera is Conan the Barbarian <laughs> world, where there's lots of underboob. Yep. Like, e- even oh, the bad and, guy. And I mean, he's, like, he's got his own, you know, underbooby kind of outfit. Uh, the, bad, the bad guy is, is basically um, Skeletor before he got his um, skeleton yeah. head. <laughs> Yeah, and I couldn't remember. Is um, that the world that the snake people were supposed to have come from when we had the snake people way back when? I I don't know, but but I I did it's think of that of because like yeah. Um Okay, so this is a hidden world in the Earth's core, but like none of the super scientists on Earth <laughs> um know this exists. Mm. Also, well, how did a giant piece of Godzilla. kryptonite? They, um, they know about the Hollow Earth, where Godzilla comes from. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that was yeah. a thing. Uh, also, how did a giant piece of kryptonite get to the the center of the world? Yeah, because kryptonite is irradiated pieces of the planet Krypton after it blew up. I guess yeah. it fell through the wormhole at the North Pole and landed in this other world. Yeah, I, I guess the the magnetic pole um, just absorbed all the kryptonite, and it all came mm. in one big chunk. That that's all the how I'll explain this thing. It doesn't need to be explained. Yeah. Um. And also, while my, all my this favorite is going part on, of this episode like a is that it's got a... Lex Luthor assembling a Legion of Doom. Was that there in this episode? Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, I think this episode hinted at it because Metallo was there to get the yeah. kryptonite for Lex, and then Lex like remote detonates Metallo, so he can't. Oh, Grodd's in charge secret. at this point. The the in oh, in yeah, the first God. episode. Um, Lex breaks out um, of prison, um, and Grodd takes him in as like, join my new secret society. We don't call it the Legion of Doom, but it's the Legion of Doom. Um, yep, they live in a swamp in a big yep. head ship. And uh, Grodd is like, hey Lex, do things for me and I'll give you this piece of Brainiac so you can become a god again. And Lex is like, okay. Yeah, so you can reunite with your lover Brainiac, because clearly they had something going on. Like, it it was more than just 
the powers like they had like a personal relationship there yeah like that. lex is talking to brainiac in his head and brainiac lit- literally says like get that piece of me back and we can be together again <laughs> so yeah um but yeah the important thing to know about this episode is that it's got a lot of under boob and a lot of exposed hips which i appreciate <laughs> so that's yeah. about it yeah no it's yes. it's the horny season you gotta have the uh the horny oh, cone in the bar I, I almost forgot like the the horniest line in the series which um is hot girl talking to carter hall um and mm. they're they're like going into a pyramid in egypt and he's like oh i missed the dress you had on you had on and she says well you didn't miss it much last night which is just like a direct <laughs> like as direct as you're gonna get in a kid show mm. okay now we don't have to talk about hawkman ever again uh let's see yeah now my next episode that i had written about was the one where there is like a viking ship stuck yep. in a glacier that the Legion of Doom wants to steal, um, and that the one of the superheroes, his name is Prince John, I think, and he mentions his father, King Rick, not Richard, King Rick. So, I think right. I, I I I wrote it down because I thought it was funny. Um, is that the, Shining the Knight you're talking about? Um, uh, maybe. I don't know. There was someone named Prince John who mentioned a guy named King Rick, and I thought it was funny. Okay. So and then also wondered why they would bother to build an entire ski resort onto a glacier. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, this isn't this isn't, like, a part of, you know, the mainland. This is, you know, yeah. an actual, like, chunk of ice floating in the water. But they built a whole ski, res- like, functioning ski resort onto this floating chunk of ice. That's true. Like it, it, it's got to be ice all the way down because we see the ice. You know, when when like the, the, they pull the ship out, it you know threatens to like, collapse the whole ice mound and send the whole like ski resort toppling into the ocean. So it's just a, all ice, and they built a whole building on top of that. You, you want to know one one of the only things I remember about this episode is that Wonder Woman does the the mm-hmm. um. She does the the twirl to turn it oh, to turn it to uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, um, right. oh, what, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. What's they the actress's name in like the the seventies Wonder Woman? Uh, uh, Linda Carter. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. She she does that. She has a cameo in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Oh, that probably sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was what it was. Um, this is the episode where um, Wonder Woman is like, okay, I need help. And uh, hmm. Martian Manhunter is like, yeah, okay, I can send you whatever assholes we've got left up here, but everybody else is out on a mission. And Wonder Woman is like, no, asshole, I mean you. <laughs> like, yeah. get, get down here. Um, and then yeah, by the... Yeah, by and this the, is also the episode with... Hmm. Yeah, and but by the end of the episode, Martian Manhunter realizes that like 
I am not in touch with humanity at all, and I'm turning into a dick. So I'm gonna go on. Oh, I'm gonna go find myself. <laughs> yeah, he decides to disguise himself as a human and live among humans, and he gets a big send off where Wonder Woman reads some like piece of classic literature about like a man sailing off because they had the whole thing with the boat because they yeah. really want to hammer in this yeah. metaphor that he's like going away yeah well the the whole point of the episode is there's a there's like an ancient viking ship um like stuck in the ice that the the villains want because the the guy who um the guy on the ship is supposedly like invulnerable and that they want to like reverse mm. engineer his powers um yeah but the the good guys get it instead, so they want to give him like a proper Viking funeral by throwing him into the goddamn sun. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They sent the the boat sailing into the sun through space. <laughs> that's like the that is the like that's the most badass Viking funeral I've ever seen. Though to be honest, like. Getting mm. getting shot by fire arrows? No, <laughs> thrown into the fucking sun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is also the episode where, like, when the bad guys were sailing off with you know the stuff they stole, like the the good guys are about to go like beat them up, and one of the bad guys on deck just like stands there and starts humming the theme music to every time there's a fight on this show. <laughs> yeah, me and Green it, Arrow. It, it's, um yeah he he like it's it's like you can tell the writers are like we're sick of this we know how this beat goes so we're just gonna have a guy make a riff about it green arrow like he shoots it like a fucking like zip line um to the submarine and uses his bow to ride on it and it's like da 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 again. Uh, I, I I don't know if I love it or hate it, but it's it happened. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I found it eye rolling, but um, I find it kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if it if it happened in like Batman: Brave and the Bold. Then be like, yeah, that fits the tone of that entire show. Yeah, but like Green Arrow is also like a, a smug prick, so I think it works because it's something he might actually do. Um, so mm. it worked well enough for me. But I mean, I I get it. Oh wait, was it Green Arrow who did it, or was it the bad guy standing oh, on it, the deck? No, it was it was Green Arrow. <laughs> oh, okay. he, he did it like while riding the zip line that he just shot. Okay. Um, also, did they have to rename Black Manta because they they thought it was offensive? Because I, I yeah, I I didn't know what was up with that. He he was uh, what Death Ray or something like that. Something yeah. I yeah, like I'm. I never knew that was a thing. To be honest, like I mean, I I get it. Um, but but just, they're back to calling him Black Manta by the time the you know Aquaman movie came out. So yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean they they made a whole Black Lightning show, so. Um. Yeah, I mean it's not like you know having some kind of Suicide Squad in your <laughs> not being able to, or in your show and not being able to call them that. <laughs> uh, so wait, they could call a character Death Ray, but they they couldn't call a character Deathstroke and Teen Titans. Uh, my next note is on whichever. But yeah, anyway, it's not, it's not important. Yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah, I mean, my my next... I don't know if it's the next episode, but my next note is asking West uh, need a day job and disguise. He's got to pay for all the food he eats. Like they, they all... He, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, sure, the Justice League can afford a whole tower, but Wally West still needs to work a regular day job. I mean, he's a, he's a police investigator, so, I mean... That's kind of a justice thing mm. to do in his free time, I guess. Or as, as a job. I mean, I guess it was just weird because we were like five seasons into Justice League and finally see what yeah. he does when he's not being like, Flash. We, we get nothing about... Um, like, like He has just been the Flash the entire time yeah. we've seen him up to this point. Like The only time we've even seen him without a mask is like three minutes during the Thanagarian invasion. Mm. Actually, was this the same episode where he switches bodies with Lex Luthor and no, Lex that's is later. like, "I can unmask the Flash." That's later. Okay, yeah. Because I thought it was funny when he like goes and it's like, "At least I can find out who the Flash is," and he pulls the mask out. There, I have no idea who. There's I'm a fun here. fact about that episode that I'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> that that mm. that. We'll, we'll we'll get to that. Um. This episode is only good for Mark Hamill as the trickster. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, that part of it was fun. Because, um... So, yeah, Flash invites Batman, who brings along Orion, to Flash Appreciation Day, which is the, the city um, honoring Flash for being a superhero. Um... I think they were also opening a new yeah. Flash Museum or yeah. something like that. A Flash mu- Museum where they put statues of um, thieves and murderers <laughs> who, who, who have yeah. terrorized their city. Um, yeah. And yeah, like they they all they do the they do the stupid shit in in the um, the um, Justice Guild episode. That they kind of make fun of there, where like all the all the villains mm. like try to try to kill Flash like one at a time, um, and then they realize like, oh, this mm. is stupid. <laughs> Let's just all jump him. Yeah, because all of Flash's uh, bad guys team up to try to take him down yeah. on his special day. Um. Yeah, and then there's that great scene with the trickster, um, where mm. Flash goes to like a villain bar, um, where all the villains hang out, <laughs> which is a thing. Well, yeah, because like, cause they were all like they met up at the bar and they were all trying to, you know, kill Flash, but they were all doing their plans one at a time, and nobody wanted to hear out the trickster's plans because they were all ridiculous. So he ends up going back to the bar by himself, and they find him drinking alone. Yeah. And this is where we find out that Flash's world 
like Flash lives in a completely different world from the rest of <laughs> Justice League. Um, yeah, like Batman and Orion go in ready to beat the shit out of yeah. him until he you know gives up the information. Like ju- just, um, just like, and Flash is just like no. Dude. Be yeah, nice like j- just for context, Batman's parents were killed when he was like eight years old, and he he lives in a city where hmm. um, there's like untold amount of corruption and crime. And Orion was born on Apocalypse, where death death is a way of life, um, <laughs> and it, it, his his yeah. family sold him. Um, well, like traded him. Yeah, they had like a baby exchange with yeah. Genesis. Um, and now he's trying to kill kill his uh, biological father. Um, and Flat Flash lives in a city where he can sit down with his main villain. Well, they have a Flash appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> and he can sit down with his main villain and tell him like, "John, you're off your meds again. You're wearing the suit." <laughs> and he, and he's like, "Oh God, I am." Thanks, Flash. He got me again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like finish your drink and turn yourself in. He's like, yep, I'll do that. <laughs> got me again, Flash. I I love that line. Yeah. Also voiced by Mark Hamill, who, Hamill, who also obviously is the Joker. Um. And I think he played the trickster in like a Flash live action show. Oh, did he? I think it, yeah, it was like back in the eighties or nineties. Oh. There was like a, a a flash live action show, and Mark Hamill was the trickster. Oh, that's cool. There's there's also like a, a mini episode um, that DC did of it, it's the Joker and Trickster who um, like kidnap Mark Hamill. <laughs> hmm. So they're like all in the car together, like going back and forth. <laughs> it's pretty great. Mm. Um, okay, well, like they, they, the bad guys jump the three heroes at the Flash Museum, and they, they, they beat them up, and the day is saved. The end. <laughs> it's just a really good light episode. Um, and then in the next one. A bunch of supervillains break into like a Buddhist monastery and steal people's souls. <laughs> yeah, I think I wasn't paying attention. I don't remember that. My next notes are on the one where they make the cowboy look cool, and there's the <laughs> idiot general who gives himself superpowers to prove how much he hates yeah. superpowers. I mean, I mean, we could pretty much skip over the 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 dead man episode. Um, I mean, it's okay. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, yeah, Dead Man and the yeah, like he goes on like a revenge quest, yeah. and they're like, "Well, we weren't actually dead, so you didn't have to avenge us. You've only corrupted yeah. your own soul." So, um, it wasn't Death Ray; it's Devil Ray, which might might be worse. Okay. Uh, so, mm. Dead Dead Man like gets the Justice League to help him. Um, like, but so. Yeah, he goes around possessing yeah. their bodies so he can talk yeah, to he, people. He, Dead Man is a ghost who can only talk to people by possessing them. Um, Grodd sends a bunch of supervillains to steal like a, a magical ball that 
steals people's souls um, from a Buddhist monastery in like the Himalayas. Um, yeah, Dead Man finds out because that's like the the only one he could talk to without possessing somebody is like this old like Buddhist monk elder, um, who also mm. gets killed. Um, who was also friends with Batman. He, that's right. They, they they said he was one of Batman's because Batman's really upset when they find out he died. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Except he didn't die. He just had his soul yeah. sucked out, and then he gets it back. <laughs> he didn't die. He was turned into a ghost. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, dead dead man wants revenge. So he he ends up accidentally like. Throughout the episode, he, like, possesses Superman and Wonder Woman um, to, like, fight the supervillains who Grodd... Okay, Grodd's whole plan is to turn every human on Earth into a gorilla, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Yeah. He wants <laughs> like, to turn people into dinosaurs, but he'll settle for gorillas. <laughs> I... How did I not make that connection? <laughs> um, okay, so it, anyway, the climax of the episode is Dead Man possess. Um, Devil Ray is about to shoot, um, I think, Wonder mm. Woman in the face um, and kill her. So Dead Man possesses Batman, steals like the the gorilla cop's gun. And kills Devil mm. Ray. Um, and Batman's so pissed because he's committed. Batman is pissed off. He, yeah, he he specifically used a gun to kill a man. Yeah. Um, and now he's dealing. Well, I mean, he doesn't really deal with it. It never comes up again. But he's pissed on the moment. Um, and. Lex uses the stupid-ass gorilla plan to take over the Legion of Doom mm. from Grodd. Um, yeah. Okay, the next episode is where J. Jonah Jameson um, <laughs> steals the Captain Nazi super soldier serum. Yeah, yeah he hates super people did, so did much. Did you catch that? Oh. It's, I... Wait. No, wait. Did, did you catch that? It, it's it's the opposite of the whole Captain America thing. Did uh, you catch no, that? I wasn't paying attention at that Instead, point. I'm just like, guys, gotta watch this. And, and s- Instead of the instead of the U.S. Army creating Captain America, it was the Nazis creating um, the Captain Nazi okay. <laughs> serum. Yeah, he's, um, the guy is a massive idiot who so, takes an entire episode yeah. to realize he's become the thing he hates. Because he hates superpowers so much that he gives himself superpowers yeah. to fight superpowered people. And the ones he's fighting all happen to be the Justice Leaguers who don't actually have superpowers. Yeah. it It's not... A great episode, like from a writing yeah. standpoint. And also, there's a lot of stuff. It's um, like this group of kids who are just like standing there watching like idiots, and the cowboy tells them to go, like multiple times in the episode, tells them to go do something that will keep them safe and be helpful. Um, 
because yeah, because the these non-powered justice leaguers get sent to go be in a parade, um, and there's like a bunch of people in the crowd talking about how lame they are, and then they find out, oh, you're not so lame after all. You yeah. helped us against this guy who thought he was fighting our on our behalf, even though he's made it perfectly clear he doesn't care who dies in the crossfire. Yeah. Like they're all acceptable losses. Okay, you. Do you know what this is? This is the the Spider-Man Two, um, sub uh no not subway the uh train um hmm. scene where you know like Spider-Man like sacrifices himself to save the train and the the people on the train all uh like you know carry yeah him back. it's that if Doc Ock thought he was that, proving that's what a it point is. by uh, putting all those people in danger. <laughs> if, if Doc Ock thought he was the good guy and that he was yeah. actually protecting all those people by threatening their lives, yeah. So the 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 guy who turned himself into a monster is uh, the the general who's with Cadmus that was working with Amanda yeah. Waller, the the same guy who sent the nuke um, at Superman, yeah. Um, who who is J.K. Simmons, um, who doesn't have good material to work no. with <laughs> um so he's kind of flat he, he's kind of just saying his lines like there, there's not much behind it yeah. to be honest um um also one of the kids ends up driving a giant sub- crane at some point and i don't know how he got up to it because it's on the top of like a tower <laughs> that's right Oh, this episode was kind of dumb, yeah. huh? But the cowboys are really cool. But, That's but the point. They, there's a for all yeah, the viewers. I mean, he's voiced by, by Nathan yeah, for Fillion. All the viewers of course, who are complaining cool. about the cowboy up to this point, uh, you, you should feel bad about that. You should examine your words and deeds. <laughs> yeah, he he is very cool. Uh, Note, the sub-team in this episode is an homage to the Golden Age Seven Soldiers of Victory. Who the fuck Okay, cares? that's the thing on the synopsis? That that was in the sub... Yeah, that, that, that was in the synopsis I'm reading. Um, the Great Brain Robbery. Okay. Oh, is that the one where the one, yeah. uh, Flash and Luther swap bodies? And so Luther's going around causing yeah. mayhem, and Flash like is stumbling around the Legion of Doom, trying not to out himself. But also, yeah, is like- so much more okay, fuckable um, than Lex, apparently, because he definitely fucks <laughs> Lex's like side girl. Okay, Jade, I'm I'm noticing something um, mm. important here, and that is that. Every good episode is written by Dwayne McDuffie, and every bad episode is written by Matt Wayne. Okay, so Matt Wayne um, is so. the horny one. We've yeah we've discovered. Well, <laughs> he did he did he did do the um the Scar Terrace one. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh no, he also wrote Flash and Substance, which was pretty good. So hmm. eh, I wouldn't call him bad. But all Just the good ones him. are Dwayne McDuffie, yeah. who whose name I recognize, but I couldn't tell you exactly what he did. So probably some other yeah. Warner Brothers stuff, Cartoon Network. Yeah, stuff. he might have done Superman, 
or Batman, one of the two. Mm. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, oh yeah, the the whole reason this episode is made is because the the voice of Flash um, played Lex in Smallville. <laughs> oh, like that that is that is the the entire reason this episode exists. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because like when they swap bodies, they keep the voices in the bodies, so the voice actors get to play the other character. Yeah. So you get to hear Clancy Brown doing um, Flash as Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. And you you get to hear oh I forget his name. Um, shit. Oh well, sorry, voice actor for Flash. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is a comedy episode. <laughs> in case you didn't catch it, yeah. Where so Lex Luthor is in Flash's body, like running around the Watchtower trying to escape, and Flash is in Lex's body trying to do his best to convince everybody that he's a bad guy, <laughs> while uh, um trying not to do too bad things and also being way out of his depth because Lex is a super genius. Yeah. <laughs> and Flash is I mean he he apparently is a genius just like in very specific terms. Mm. He's just um, not good at elocuting that. Cuz like he's he's apparently a forensic scientist. <laughs> mm. Um but he acts like a fucking idiot, so... Yeah, he's bad with um, words. Yeah. This episode is notable because it... It has that uh, scene I put in the Discord earlier. Um, about a guy asking Lex if he washed his hands after coming out of the bathroom. bathroom and Flash, Flash responds, No, I'm because evil. I'm evil. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is a very it's a very COVID friendly joke. <laughs> mm. um, and also the one that you said earlier, where yeah, where he takes um, his, uh, Lex in in Flash's body, yeah, takes his mask go. off in front of the mirror. He's like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> yeah. Like he couldn't, he couldn't be in like Batman's body where he's like, "Oh, Batman is Bruce Wayne." It's like, "Oh, I'm a guy with red hair." Yeah, I have no idea who this is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the only note I have on this season is the um, second Hawkman episode. So. Yeah, I didn't even bother to write down the whole thing yeah. about uh, resurrecting Doomsday and just no, not Doomsday, the Dark Side into Super Dark Side. Okay, well, I think we could sk skip pretty quickly through the next two episodes, okay. which it, which is one one is um, the the sequel to the the uh, Canary and Green Arrow episode mm. where they they go back to the um, the Metabrawl arena yeah. where um, they, they've, they're they like brainwashing a bunch of female superheroes into fighting um, for money. 
Um, this is only cool because we get to see Wonder Woman kick the asses of like every female hero. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of a big show. cat fight episode. Yeah. Apparently, Nightwing has a split second cameo in this episode. Hmm. Citation needed. <laughs> okay. Okay, so these synopses <laughs> are just playing it fast and loose. Yeah, th- this is, I guess, like a fan wiki, probably. Okay. I don't know. I didn't even look at the link. Okay. Um, I didn't know if you're like looking at episode uh, descriptions on a streaming service or something. No, I just uh, I d- I googled J O U episodes. Okay. Oh, it's Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> fuck, fuck me. Uh, but yeah, like it, it's just a oh the the female heroes are fighting fighting each other. That's cool. Mm. That kind of episode. And the next one is Spider Man Far From Home. Mm. <laughs> that, that's that's the name of the episode. The whole name. Yep, they predicted it a decade um, early. Yep. Um. Supergirl, Green Lantern, and Green Arrow are kidnapped and taken to the 31st century by Brainiac 5 and Bouncing Boy <laughs> of the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. Um, so, Supergirl, Green Lantern, and Green Arrow go to the future, and Supergirl gets a crush on Brainiac, and she stays there. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> like, there, there's not... There's not, like, any, like, super interesting character dynamics or anything. It's just, um... Yeah, they just, they really thought the premise of Supergirl deciding to stay in the future was, you know, the whole selling point. Yeah, they were like, Supergirl doesn't do enough. She should go to the future, and maybe we'll get a spinoff show or something later. Who knows? Yeah. She'll go to the future and meet a cute boy and stay there. The end. Yeah. I, well, like the whole episode, there's a thing where like the the people from the future, like like records show that Supergirl never made it back. Like we have records that these three heroes um, came, like disappeared into the future shortly, and Supergirl never came back. Um, so there's the whole drama about that, but she survives and um. <laughs> She just stays to to date a brainiac, mm. um, who is a good guy. Now, um, brainiacs one to yeah. four were bastards, it, it's, but brainiac five is okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, okay, the next episode is the Hawkman one. We did that. Yep. Um, and. The last two episodes are the the ones where shit happens. Um, yeah, because so, Lex has been pursuing his quest to bring his his boyfriend Brainiac back to life, but surprise turns out actually it was uh, a trap set to um, bring back Darkseid as a <clears throat> Brainiac Darkseid. Yeah. yeah. So, what happens is Luthor makes the Legion of Doom go into space. 
um, yep, grad revolts. Pick up out of the swamp and, and fly through space. Yep. Because they've been inside a spaceship this and, whole time. Yep. So, Grodd and half the supervillains revolt because they think Lex is crazy because he's talking to someone who isn't there. Yep. Um, so Lex fucking kills Grodd. <laughs> like, shoots him out the goddamn airlock. Yep. Um, he's just dead now. Um, yeah, I think I was going to make a note Killer about Frost, that, but I wanted to check and see if he came back. And he didn't, so... Oh, no. Because at the end of the first episode, they, like, nuke all the supervillains in space, but then they say, surprise, they're not dead, actually, because someone from New Genesis showed up and saved everyone. Except for Grodd, because he got kicked out early. Yeah. Yeah, Grodd dies, and all all the other um, villains who were helping Grodd die because Killer Frost freezes them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're um, and and they blow up with the ship. Yeah. Yep. No, nope, bunch of so, important so characters like, are just suddenly dead, but they didn't. So like know, Parasite show after. and Shade, uh, like they're just dead now. Yeah, and <laughs> and that one black and white gentleman guy with the top hat. I forgot his name, but I remember um, seeing him in there. Oh, that's Shade. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, uh, Lex uses Tala the Witch, um, who's been, like, cycling between, like, trying to be the girlfriend of either Grodd or Lex, depending on who has the most power, um, at that moment. Um, he uses her as a magical battery and kills her. To um, like bring back Brainiac, and yeah, it turns out it's not sucking Brainiac. up all it, the pieces it is... of Brainiac's ship where Darkseid died back in Justice League season two. Yeah, and it turns out there's actually a bit more Darkseid essence in that than there was uh, Brainiac essence. Yep. So now it's super Darkseid. Yeah. Dark Brain. <laughs> it is. It is all the Sith. It's brain side. <laughs> Dark um, so, yeah, um, so Super Dark Side nukes all the bad guys, but then uh, someone from New Genesis showed up and saved them all. So he could bring them back to Earth, so they could tell the Justice yeah. League that they fucked up, and um, that they need Superman's help to stop Dark Side again. Yep. The, the whole final episode is just like a giant invasion fight between the Justice League and some villains. And uh, the Justice League, like, combined with some villains to fight the forces of Apocalypse. Yeah, because Darkseid goes back to Apocalypse and tells them to knock off the Civil War because she's in charge again. Yeah. And he, he doesn't care about fighting new genesis and even anymore because he's super dark side now so he could take them yeah so we're gonna go Um, kill the earth because fuck superman and then when new genesis retaliates we'll kill them (laughs) fuck batman (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh yeah dark dark side um shoots his omega bean at batman and batman somehow dodges it by making it hit a parademon so that was cool 
that's that's because mm. um, like in, in the comics it's a it's, it's a really big deal about batman avoiding an omega beam um because they, they supposedly never miss mm. but in this in this version he just makes it miss by hi- hitting someone else which yeah i guess i guess he can yeah acceptable yeah because an omega beam is it's like a weird jaggedy lightning bolt like he can like remote control where its direction's going so if you just stick something in its path before he can react and move it around yeah well like it can it can go like behind walls to hit someone yeah but, i mean um, if he like, you know had the reaction that, time to angle it around then he could but... yeah but like B- batman likes like pops a parademon into it so it can't um mm. like go around it i guess yeah so batman just um, needs to carry a parademon with him and just swing it around <laughs> whenever an omega beam is coming yeah. <laughs> like like smash brothers with peach okay. and toads you just pull one out and <laughs> block the beam with it oh, that's true <laughs> oh okay so the justice league fights apocalypse um jean it turns out that Jean was chilling in China. Um, he has a Chinese wife, um, mm. and he he fights against Apocalypse by turning into a dragon and then, like, punching um, a ship. <laughs> so yeah, no, every it's um, the the big finale. Everybody's got to have their cameos. Yeah, Green Lantern like builds a a green trebuchet <laughs> and launches like uh, apocalypse technology at a ship mm. that's pretty cool um superman gets his big superman speech um the the world made of cardboard speech which is badass um and then immediately after that speech he loses the fight <laughs> mm. <laughs> Like Superman gets this badass. Let me show you how powerful I really You've am. Always been holding speech. back, and now I'm dropping this weighted yeah. gee, and I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Let's see if I can remember this from memory. Um, let's see. Batman will never stop. None of my teammates will. Um, me, I have the opposite problem. Uh. I feel like uh, I live in a world made of cardboard. If I don't constantly hold back, I might break something or break someone. But you can take it, can't you, big man? What we have here is, is a rare moment where I don't need to hold back. Now I can show you just how powerful I actually am. And then he, like, fucking uppercuts Darkseid through like nine buildings um flies around at super speed and like pile drives him into the street Uh, and then and then he loses the fight (laughs) immediately after yeah he he gets hit by like a pain beam that that, that dark side um explains is like imagine every pain receptor in your body going off at once Hmm. It's like, oh wait, you don't have to imagine it; it's happening. Yeah. Um. And then Lex Luthor 
um, went off with God to find the anti-life equation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, and, what was and it? Metatron? He disappears. Or, the, the chair guy. From Metatron. Yeah. It is Metron. Metron yeah. Um I don't know who Metron is. He's one of the new Genesis people, I think. Oh, here here's the blurb that came up when I masked over Metron. Mm. Metron is a fictional character appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. Thank you. Yeah. That was very helpful. Well that narrows it down. <laughs> He's not from Marvel. <laughs> Metron first appeared in New Gods number one and was created by Jack Kirby for his fourth world series in DC Comics. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Metron he's... was based on act- actor Leonard Nimoy's portrayal in Star Trek. <laughs> All right. Character Spock. That's yeah. That um, lines up. But. Although he possesses the powers of, of a god, Metron is typically depicted as a passive observer in the DC universe. Oh, okay. So he's a watcher, the watcher. Yeah, he's he's the watcher. Um, I mean, all I remember from recent comics is ha- that Batman sits on his chair at one point, and he's like, tell me, chair, who is the Joker? And the chair's like, uh, which one? There's three of them. And Batman's like, what? And that... <laughs> took a few years before they finally actually did the three jokers story and it was okay i have no link with the old gods or new i am something different something that was unforeseen on new genesis or here so he he's a he's a weird guy um he's like a cosmic weird guy yeah um yeah, yeah. Lex Luthor teams up he, with the Stan is, Lee cameo is. and uh, finds the <laughs> the answer to life, the universe, and everything, so he can waggle it in Darkseid's face. Yeah. And then Darkseid and Lex disappear, um, and into nothing. And people don't know if they're dead or not, but it doesn't matter because because this is the end this of the universe. Show. Ends. Yep. Because the only continuations yep. of this universe are Harley's double butt and uh, some Justice League movie thing that I forgot what happens in it. I don't. I don't believe that the the Harley Quinn movie um, is in this universe. Bruce Tim insists. I cannot it is, believe that. You're free to believe whatever you want. Oh, fuck Bruce yeah. Tim. <laughs> fuck Bruce Tim. Thank you for making like some of the best shows. <laughs> Best animated shows ever. But yeah, fuck we don't you. have to accept your porn in our canon. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't have to accept that Batman fucks uh, Barbara Gordon, yeah. or that Harley Quinn uh, tied up Nightwing and fucked him on her bed with a double butt. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, if you had a double butt, you'd want you'd want to get some too. Mm. And then they like travel the countryside or something, and then Harley Quinn gets a full musical number at like a roadside bar, and then they, um, I think, set the Floronic Man on fire. Is how that movie ends. Like they convince, like I don't know, it's like Batman and Robin or Nightwing, like agree that. When Harley Quinn suggests that they're going to set the Floronic Man on fire as the way to defeat him. And that's where the movie ends, is they're about to burn a man to death. (laughs) (laughs) 
Which sounds like an exaggeration, uh, but it's not. Batman doesn't kill. No, like the, the movie ends <laughs> with Harley Quinn suggesting the setting on fire, and then Batman and Nightwing both kiss her on the cheek at the same time. And that's the end. Well, well except I think there might be like a post credit scene of Harley Quinn goes back to her day job or something. But... Oh, Dwayne McDuffie did Static Shock. Okay. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to just change topics from what you're talking mm. about. Um, I, I I just scrolled over his name and it it says um, writing the animated series Static Shock, Justice League Unlimited, and Ben Ten. Mm. But yeah, so I think we've wrapped up Justice League Unlimited. This has been a very long episode, yep. and I might need to wrap yep. it up soon because I gotta go do my D and D game. Uh, we're going okay. back to Flaverton, uh, where the breakfast cereal pirates are going to be attacking. Nice. Um, I just want to say something real quick about Mass Effect Two. Mm. I beat it. Um, the Renegade Paragon system sucks. Um, it railroads you into decisions that you might not want to make because getting full paragate or full renegade yeah. <laughs> paragate full paragon or full renegade is the only way to make all your teammates mm. loyal so you need to do that if you want the best ending yeah and but the to choices do that, for you those aren't as yeah, have to get railroaded some of like the dark side light side choices yeah that had. yeah like do we blow up the geth or do we essentially brainwash them to think it the way we want them to think like, do i want to shoot this person um, in if the you do one conversation or not <laughs> okay but shooting them in the middle of the conversation is very cool yeah so. but i i want to see all my dialogue options so i can pick them oh <laughs> uh, well you the the only options are you shoot them in the middle of the conversation and don't have to fight them, or you don't shoot them in the middle of the conversation and you do have to fight mm. them. So, I mean, how many red points do you want is the mm. thing. Yeah, I think I went with none. Okay. But that's all I have to say. The writing in the game is terrific. Um, the ending is terrific. Um the fighting is okay. <laughs> it's good enough. Yeah, it's better than the first um, one. Oh, yeah. The, the, the gunplay in Mass Effect 1 is terrible. Um, Mass Effect 1 is like KOTOR. It's Mass like Effect you push 1, the attack button and then just watch your characters do stuff. Yeah. Mass Effect 1 is at least an RPG, though. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect 2 and 3 aren't. 2 and 3 are um, action games with a lot of dialogue choices. Yeah. Yeah. I Okay, we 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 get more into it next time. I'll I'll have started Mass Effect 3 by then probably. Mm. So we could get more into it then. I just wanted to say that right now before I forget because I just yeah, finished Yeah, we can it. talk about the Ghost Child next time. No, I I won't have finished it by then. Okay. Well, I mean the Ghost <laughs> but, Child shows up um, at the start. We well, he's not a ghost then. Yeah. No, he's just a child. He's, 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 a, he's a live child. Yeah. He he goes from being a live child to be to being several pieces of a dead turned child. Turned into a ghost. 
<laughs> he does. <laughs> do, do you want to end on that yeah. joke? Because it's yeah, great. We'll end on that. Okay, good. It, it's been long enough. <laughs> That's kind of an awkward place to leave, but it's fine. That's the worst way to end a podcast. <laughs>